Gundam style, everybody. Welcome to Wow Cool Robot. It's a podcast about Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. We fucking did it. I'm Max. I use he, him pronouns. And with me, as always, is Sarah. Hey, I'm sorry. You caught me with a bit of mango in my mouth. <laughs> I use she, her pronouns. And I, I'm celebrating Mango Fiesta Friday by just eating a fucking mango. Mm, you're celebrating. Uh, you're celebrating. We finished watching the show day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ever eat a mango with the rind? I don't know the mango. The mango rind is is a bit too too. It's like it's too. Uh, not I guess leathery is a pretty good word for it. Actually, yeah, I get. I honestly really like the taste. Like, um, I j- okay. So like, I am an insane person when it comes to fruit. I, I don't. Have we documented this on the show before? We've talked. I don't think we've talked about mango, but we've talked about your 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 orange proclivities. Yeah. So like, I. I don't. I will not recommend other people eat an orange with the rind on. Like that's just a, that's just a sacred thing for me. I genuinely recommend like I don't know. Take a bite of a mango. Like like do, do the typical thing. You know, cut the sides off and you know slice it. Like you know s- columns and rows slices. Pop it out. But like have a little nibble of the skin. I think it's like I think it's kind of nice. Like I don't believe this is th- full throatedly as I do believe that you should be eating the kiwi skin. Like no, if that, you that, are not the, the kiwi skin. We definitely talk about the kiwi skin because that's just like that's part of it. You gotta. Yeah, that's it's it's so it's so sour. It's so tart. Mm, but yeah, I'm just I'm just fucking chewing on I'm just like fucking chewing on a mango like it's a mm. chewing on a mango like it's Eox uh Regan Lace at the end of Iron Blood Orphans. <laughs> yeah, we watched some episodes this week. We finished we, the fucking show. We finished it. I hear it's good. Four hundred li- four hundred and nine lines of notes. Pretty in good. Windows Notepad. We it this is there's a lot to get through here. This but is going to be a long episode. Yeah, this is going to be long. That's why we're not talking about Poon World, because it's still going to be fucking long without it. Um, yeah. I say we fucking get into it. We'll just yeah. let it let it wash over us, beginning with episode 47. Scapegoat. Tekadon and Megillah safely sneak onto Mars behind Gjallarhorn's backs, only to find all their accounts are frozen and no one is willing to give them any money. Orga addresses Tekadon and says that anyone who wants to leave is allowed to, and only Zack takes him up on that offer since everyone else is indebted to Orga and will see this through. As Mika, Kudelia, and Atra share an embrace with Kudelia, promising Atra that she'll help protect her and the baby, Orga contacts Rustle, asking for clemency in exchange for Megillus. Rustle refuses, saying that the entire organization needs to be a scapegoat to get Gjallarhorn back in good graces. Kudelia comes up with a plan to go to Earth and change everyone's identities, but Tekadon's network access has been cut off and the facility is completely surrounded by Gjallarhorn. Um, not to, not to, not to well actually your summary, but... Zach was not the only guy that yeah, left. It was I, the only I, name I wrote this because, like, yeah. L- later we see like a whole group of guys, but like Zach's the only one who like speaks up at that. Right? Meeting. Yeah. No. 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 No other named character has the same like you know dissatisfactions with go charging head first into death like Zach does. But yeah. I, I digress. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you like that the show ends in like the very place it begins? Uh, in. Te- in Tekada in on on Mars, yeah, like like on, on the base, like like the very yeah. beginning, the very first battle was like on the fields outside of CGS, and the very last battle is yeah. on the fields outside Tekadon. It's nice; it's a little bookends. I'm I'm, I'm noticing some themes in this epi- in these mm. episodes. I've always been saying that Iron Blood Orphans is full of themes, characters, and facts. I, I like how when they snuck once they snuck back onto Mars, uh, Orga opened his uh, wallet and said, "All my apes gone." <laughs> he he opened a wallet. He opened the wallet on his fucking iPad, and like a gif of a moth appeared. <laughs> Shit, we got cleaned out. Um, oh no! I clicked on I clicked on I clicked on a hacked uh, Port Ape Yacht Club. 
<laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking Orga like would, Orga would never get into NFTs. Orga like a on a moral level. B I don't think he cares enough about crypto to get into NFTs. No, I, I like or knows enough about crypto. Frankly, I don't think McGillis is even savvy enough to convince him that this is the way forward. <laughs> Yeah, like, not to say that Orga is not too stupid to understand crypto, like, crypto is just un- understa- un-understandable to begin with, and also I just think, like, he would not bother, like, spending the te- the 15 minutes it would take to understand what crypto is to say, oh, that's fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it won't matter much anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh... I, I really love how this episode opens with, like, McGillis being reliant on Bile as, like, his proof of stake. Like, t- sorry to keep using crypto terms, but, like, this yeah. is, like, this is, this is my, this is my big boy badge. You have to respect it. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's, he's fucking stomping up, to the, stomping up to the playground and said, like, holding up an imaginary sword and saying, this sword can cut through any shield and any armor, and you have to respect it because it's the most epic sword ever. Tick it on. You have to respect it. It's the fucking motto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. We there as they um as they try and like they get onto Mars. Um. I, I guess it's like a Galahorn broadcast. Russell saying shit. Probably. Um. McGillis's like relation to Isnario is revealed here, where like he's not actually his son. Uh. And like I I don't. I forgot that was not a known quantity. I yeah, that, like, it doesn't. At this point, that really doesn't seem like it's gonna like add any more fuel to the fire right now. Right. It feels like. Um. Have you seen Ex Machina? Oh, I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just watched it recently, and um, sorry for Ex Machina spoilers, but the scene where Kyoko like peels off her skin and reveals that she's a robot, I'm like, a, I already thought this. I thought this was a known quantity. B, yeah. what is this adding to this plot right now? Like. <laughs> yeah. Just, just very, just a very strange thing to focus on. I mean, I know it's still like four episodes out from the end. Like they were not being like, okay, this is when Wow Cool Robot is going to go for their last episode. So we got to right. make sure everything from here on. Out. But it's just funny. Yeah. Um. I think I, th- I think that actually happens when, like when the Gallarhorn Mars guy is talking to McGillis because he like ends up basically like saying he'll turn a blind eye just because like you know he's indebted to McGillis for getting him to this position anyway. Mm-hmm. And you know what what harm could it do? Uh, yeah, so and t- also I, I like his line about like oh he's being, he's fucking stupidly lucky. You don't know how the chips are gonna fall. Yeah, really. Um, and like McGillis is just fucking lucky as hell. That's that that's like the only reason he's gotten this far because like everyone just hates his shit so much. It's like mm-hmm. same with the Eok, but Eok does it in a funny way. Yeah, God, Eok yeah. is so fail. Oh, I love him. Um, so so Tekadon goes to Mars and like as on their way they talk about how like they can't repair shit anymore. Like they are out. There's no parts yeah. left. Um. And Orga's, like, talking to McGillis after we get that scene in the hangar of, like, they're no longer equals. Because, like, McGillis has fuck all left. He has no... No one is standing in his court anymore. It's, like, at this point, it's McGillis riding Tekadon's... What what coattails they have left. Right. It's really funny how it's literally just McGillis. Well, I mean, it's not just McGillis. He's got a little squadron of guys. But, like, in one of these episodes, he just, like, sends them all the way and is like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He realized, like, I... He still believes that, like, he can single-handedly do this, but it's just interesting to see that he does still believe that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he comes pretty damn close to being able to single-handedly do it. Yeah, that's the thing! Like, I mean, I... I, We'll get there when we get there, because that's a whole fucking wonderful thing to talk about. Um, The only thing that can stop a bad guy with an Alaya Vinyana system is a good guy with an Alaya Vinyana system. And a funny little guy named Ayn. (laughs) Yeah, and... I don't know why, but when you said that, like, I just, for some reason, like, my brain just pictured, like, 
I'm having like like a personification of I'm in the Alive and Yana system, just like for some reason, a minion, just like Ayn as a minion, and all he just can't like talk or anything. He just says, you know, uh, he just says Vanyana. They just throw him in the fucking back to tank on the back of, of, of Vidar and just let him go ham. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it'd be pretty cool. See, I don't think you need to have surgery to have a minion kick to alive Vanyana. I think you can just jam it in there and it works. Yeah, it works or it doesn't. 50-50 shot. <laughs> yeah, and the minions can't die. They're immutable, so it'll probably be fine. Um, so the Tekanon's like, <laughs> oh, shit, going... I just realized I fucked this by, by recording in general, my bad. Oh, that's fine. Um, trusting, trusting. We're, we're simply trusting. Um, Tekanon boys, they're chilling in the, like, the head office. Uh, Eugene thinks, like, he, he simply ponders handing Megillus over to Tekadon um, to make it out safely. And Akihiro says, like, Orga would never do that. And Orga walks in and says, I'd never do that. Uh, but, but then he says... Unless circumstances press me to do that, in which case I might consider it. Yeah, he walks in and says, true left, true right, and then says Stephen A. Smith voice, but. But, yeah, unless. <laughs> unless. Um, they turn the news on and they see like a fucking Mars CNN report about how it, it, it's it's more, you know, Rustle media manipulation talking about how yeah. Nicholas has teamed up with this armed group called Tekadon and like, you know, Tekadon can't get, like, they, they can get broadcast in, but they can't like broadcast out, we learn later. So it's just. You know, just completely painting Tekadon as, like, the aggressors and villains here and, like, equally at fault uh, as McGillis is. Yeah. Despite the constant negative press, Kudelia. <laughs> That's fucking good. Thank you. Um, We see Rustle. We, we, see, we, see, we see our boy, Rustle. Uh, he's like, my next phase will make use of Tekadon's prominence. Yuck is also here. He's just begging Rustle to do shit. He's like, I mean, he, he says this every episode, but once again, it's just, put me in, coach. Let me let me play, coach. Let me on the court. I want to I wanna be part of this. Yeah, let me show him going with the sauce, boss. At this point, honestly, like, it almost feels like Rustle gives in just to get Yuck out of the picture so he doesn't have to yeah. fucking deal with his ass anymore. Yeah, I regret to inform you that I think this mango is rotten in most on most of it. Oh no, this is so sad. Yeah, I, I I mentioned earlier I had my my three for ten strawberries I got from the store, and like this morning was the last day they would have been good, and it was like I you know I bite into one, I'm like oh well, uh, eh. mm. but you got a strawberries. It's it's a shame. My favorite fruit goes bad so quickly. Yeah, it's a it's a metaphor I mean, or something. What what is, what is you know the 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 bright the 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 brightest lights burn out the fastest or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's a metaphor about Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. Exactly. Um, there's this really fucking sad shot we get of the orphanage, uh, like the Admos orphanage of like we're we're cooking cracker R, and like everyone's just like yeah. gossiping. They're like, oh, you know, they were they were sent here by money, blood money. Like they're not cool anymore. Like, oh, we don't want to hang. And like Cracker or Cookie is like really mad, and, and then Cookie or Cracker is like, no, we can't. You know, if we we retaliate, they're just gonna make them believe what they already believe about us, but even more. Fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, just jumping back briefly to the Eox scene. Sorry, I, I'm yeah. just going. I, I like Eox saying that he wanted to see the end of a man too attached to power, which is like, hmm. but buddy, no- have you looked in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> have you looked at the photo of Rustle that you definitely carry in a locket on you? Um, is Eox Megan McCain? Whoa. Like, I feel like Eok is just the kind to just go around banding my father and my father and my father and my father. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he necessarily needs to. He knows he was, like, brought here by his, father, his father's prominence, but, like, he's the one sitting at the Seven Stars table, not his father. I think he's right, kind I just of feel like he, I feel that. like he, in, 
I feel like he invokes his father a fair amount, though. Yeah, I, yeah, it's like, I, yeah, the, the Kujan name. Yeah, he, he, I guess that's more what yeah. he's invoking, yeah. Yuck McCain. Yuck McCain. <laughs> much, to, much to ponder here. Much yeah. to consider. We cut to, we cut to Atra at Sakura Farm, and she's like, oh, I wish I could have seen Cookie and Cracker. And then Kudeli shows up, and they give they give each other a big huggy. Um, and they're in love. And Atra is like, Atra is like, Kudeli, I have, to, I have to tell you something. But before she can say that she's Gushan Rebake Full City, uh, she gets interrupted. Yeah, she, she tries to tell her she's Gundam. Um, <laughs> Sakura's like, oh, Mika's here. And he's just chill. And he's like looking at these really, you know, these really pretty flowers. It's very nice. Yeah. Very sweet. Kudeli um, was helping to tend the flowers while yeah. he was gone. We, we, we cut back to the uh, head office of Tekadon, uh, Orga and Maribit. They're looking at the computers, accounts, it's bad, um, everything's frozen, no one's gonna, like, lend them money anymore. It's uh, the, it's this fucking, I, I don't know if this is, like, a widely proliferated image, but it's one that I think about all the time, of just, like, a crying little seal that, uh, that says, I look very stupid and do little DPS, and it, it's just, this is, you know, this is, this is Tekadon, this is Tekadon currently, <laughs> in this, in, in this, in this moment. <laughs> Oh, 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 that's so sad. <laughs> I have no, I, I have no money and do very little DPS. Yeah, <laughs> I work hard, make no money. <laughs> all day I work fucking, all day I fucking work hard, no money. Yeah. Uh, Kudelia, she talks about how Noblest Gordon cut off her funding. A uh, lot of Noblest in these episodes. Yeah, they, they, they went to... Remind you that Nobles exists and is at large for what happens at the end. Um, yeah, it feels a little bit abru- like I know Nobles has just kind of like been existing in the shadows of this, but like he has not felt like enough of an active participant for the amount that he has upgraded at the end. And like I get that that's kind of what Nobles is supposed to be, but I feel like they're not really like <clears throat> it doesn't feel thema- like a thematic decision. It just feels like uh, oh shit, we got to remind people that this guy's here. Yeah, because because the whole thing is that like he's like an arms dealer, right? And right. He- he's working with Gallarhorn, but. It, it, you never, we never hear about how Gallahorn is like manufacturing their shit. So it's just like, oh, and by the way, they got their stuff from Noblis. And I'm, I'm like, all right, cool. It's like, it, it didn't, you know, didn't really make a difference one way or the other. Uh huh. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he, he's rather important here. Um, and, and, you uh, know. and, and, and my notes here say, God, I can't believe Noblis is still even in this goddamn show. <laughs> yeah. For, I mean, he made it to the last episode. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> Not for long. Uh, and you know she she uh, she won't. She'll get money from him once she cuts Tekadon off. Uh, and Orga, what does what is Orga's like? Does he say that Kudelia should cut Tekadon off? Or? Yeah, he he, advi- he advises her to cut ties. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, we're uh, we're bad news. Um, yeah, we're 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 the bad news bears. <laughs> the bad news bears. Uh, he gathers everyone for a big old speech. Um, and you know he 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 rallies everyone like. This this is the final battle now, uh, and he's like, this everyone one, wants to, for real. Yeah, everyone wants to quit. You can quit. Um, he says he, he says he can't make good on his promise of a bright future to anyone, and he can't do much in terms of severance pay. But anyone who wants to leave can leave. Um, and like Eugene and everyone balk at him. Of course they do. But Zach is like, yeah, all right, I'm quitting. Fuck this. Like this shit sucks. You guys are idiots. Um, Zach, Zach is, said it sucks. Hit the bricks. It hit the bricks. Every, like and you know everyone is balking at Zach now, but. You know, he's, like, being... And he's not the only one who's quitting, but he's the only one who, like, speaks up in this one scene. Right, again, um, the only named character... Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, um... I, 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 took, I just emptied my trash, and I had to bring the trash can back upstairs, so I was just throwing my discarded mango away, and I was just gonna 
drop it in what I thought was an empty water cup on my desk, but um, I did just drop the mango in and just like water just kind of splooshed out. <laughs> the classic wet mango. The classic wet mango. <laughs> me, me fucking doing the Gatorade pour on the Smash Summit of uh, the Smash Summit 2021 <laughs> winner. That's good. The wet mango. Do you need to clean it up? You you want to take a no, little no? No, no. It was just like it was just like a little splashy. Okay, all right. Um, we're good. So afterwards, like we see Zach packing a shit. Yeah, uh, Zach pipes up and is like, "Use your fucking brains. This is what do you mean? Fight to the end. This is the end. It's a bad end. Yeah, this is no good. We made the wrong choice in the VN. Fucking Archer is gonna come in and kill everyone in a couple yeah, of, in a couple of minutes. We're locked into the bad ending, right? Um, Zach talks to We did Dane. not go through the do- We did not go through the number doors in the right sequence. We are completely fucked. Yeah. Clover's got Clover's got an axe. Watch out. Watch out. Uh <laughs> he talks to Dane after this as he's packing his stuff and he's like, you know, oh, you you know, my dad has connections. You know, you you can work with us. And Dane says he can't cuz he's a like he's a criminal. Uh and Techno accepted him even though he killed people and like Zach is just like very like taken aback by this and he's and it's just like, yeah, dude. Like it, it's interesting that they actually like you know they they the show spends time dwelling on like the place of privilege in Tekadon that you wouldn't ever expect there to be in the first place. I mean, even in the beginning, we had that with you know the regular employees of CGS who were not exactly privileged, but like comparatively, they yeah, were at least so. considered like more of a person than the human debris were. Yeah, uh, and like- so now now it's now it's interesting that like even though even though like. Orga has sort of flattened things out. There is still the privilege of like people who have other places that they can go to mm-hmm. for people for whom the only way out is not through people for whom people that can back down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I really appreciate Zach's presence in this season. Like, I feel like a lot of what he, I feel like he doesn't get to do too much more than just be like, God, this, this place fucking sucks. Everyone just wants to die all the time. Can we just go home? But like, I like it. I, I, I like his presence a lot. He's a fun character and he's, yeah. he doesn't, he, I literally like the role that he fills doing that. Mm-hmm. No, he's a good like he's like a straight man almost. For yeah, everyone who's just you know hopped up on war. Um, yeah, there's a this is there, we also get another really good we also get a really good scene with Yukinojo trying to convince Maribet to yeah. leave, and she is like, no, just he doesn't and he doesn't even try to persuade her. Which uh, he he says that you're just a kid, you're still a kid just like them, and which she replies, well, I guess you really like kids then. Um, and I do, I know I spent a lot of time complaining about how Maribet doesn't get to do much besides say, oh my god, these kids won't listen to reason, but, like, I do like this as a termination for that for her. I think that, I think that it spun its wheels a lot getting here, but I do mm-hmm. like this, this being where that ends up for her. Yeah. Like, she is just, she is just as, you know, thick-headed as the rest of these kids, despite mm-hmm. how much she wants to act. Like, yeah. once she's actually become a member of Tekadon, it's not, act- and it's not just fucking, you know, Tewa's, uh, liaison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, 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 you know, it's nice, like, she ends, like, she she does have a nice end point. Yeah, no, I, I don't really have anything more to add. It's just, it's it's very nice that, like, you know, she, she has a good ending with, 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 uh, with Yuki Nojo. Yeah. Um, so yeah. next up, uh, Orca, he, he calls McMurder, um, and he understands that he can't get any money from him. He, he's like, you know, I'm not asking for anything. All I'm asking for is a single favor. Can you put me in contact with Rustle? With, let me talk, know, to, let me talk to the big man. I want to talk to Tony Stark, please. Thank you so much. <laughs> Tony Squart. Tony Squart. <laughs> um, next up, uh, Kudelia uh, walks in on Mika, who's reading a book about gardening. Uh, yeah, he's reading He's reading How to Garden on his new Nintendo 3DS that he hacked. Yeah. <laughs> and he asks her if she could raise his child. Yeah, he says, you're good like, at raising things. Will you help me raise my kid, too? And Kudelia's like, uh, but, 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 Babby? Babby? 
It's, it's, I love, like, Kudeli's voice actor in the dub just fucking sells it so well. I'm just like, yeah, of course. We're, we're, uh, we're, just, like, stammering and stuttering. Yeah. Um, it's really funny. The, the fact that Mika and Atra don't even know, they're just assuming it because they raw-dogged it in the in the AS, what is it, ASWOA? ASWGOA, Barbara Toes Lupus Rex. <laughs> AS, I missed the G. I was off by one mm-hmm. character. I would I would have gotten Barbatos Lupus Rex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me on that one. <laughs> the, the G is for Gundam. Um, and and Mika, it, it comes clear that like Mika is going off expecting to die. Yeah, and he like says, "I'm not expecting to die. I just think it's good to make a promise. And the reason I'm here now is because I made a promise with Orga." And yeah. quote from man clearly not going quote from man clearly going off to die. Yes, yeah, he's uh, there's a, a bit of an air of finality to him. Um, yeah. Um, she asks for a hug, and he wa- starts to walk over to her, but he's literally tethered to Barbatos, and do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get- he literally cannot- he literally cannot leave. Like, he is tethered to war. He- he can only get so far away from fighting and war and robots and trauma, but he- at the end of the day, he is still just, like, tied to it. There's no other- he can't get- he can't escape it. Mm, I think it might be a metaphor of sorts, perhaps. I like- I, I really liked this scene. It may have been- it, it may have been a little... I don't want to say ham-fisted, because I think that has a negative connotation. Um, it's it's blunt. Yeah, it is blunt. It is, like, it is lean. It is, like, pretty heavily, like, are you noticing this? But, like, I like what I am noticing. Yeah, no, it, it's good. Like, Atra shows up during this scene. Um, like, Kudeli talks about how she feels ha- both happy and sad that, you know, Atra's the one that, that he's having the baby with. Um... And and Atra's and is like you know Kudeli you can you know, this could be yeah your she baby runs off and is like you please 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 make it, please Kudelia, please please have please please become Ryusego four yeah <laughs> with Mika's babies yeah and she, and she just she just like laughs not you know in like a very cute way and she's like you know I'm like as as they're hugging like she's holding Atra's hand too and she tells Atra she's like you know I'm gonna protect you and your baby no matter what it's fucking nice. It's fucking very, very it's, good and nice. For all the complaints that I have about this show's treatment of women, and I do have a handful, I think that it kind of... It, I don't know. To me, it comes out in the wash a little bit because, like, yeah, it's a bit rough with some of the women, but also it's, like, it gets so many fucking points that other animes just completely skip, miss out because of some dumb love triangle bullshit or, like, mm-hmm. jealousy. There is, like, for all the... Over interlacing like romantic and platonic relationships that there are in this show, there never really feels to be like some. And the show never seems to get bogged down in like stupid jealousy stuff for more than like a couple of minutes. Like, there's been a couple of instances of like Atra being like, oh, okay, Mika likes Crudelia. I'm small potatoes. I'm not important. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, no, Crudelia, no, no, Atra, you are big potatoes. You are important. Yeah. Oh, God gave us two hands. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's really sweet. The the whole Kudelia Atra Mika thing, I was I've been kind of holding my breath this entire season, like waiting for it to break bad because I was sure that it would at some point. But it just it all the way through to the end, it saw it through, and I was just really I, I'm genuinely blown away with how this series ends for Kudelia Atra. Like yeah, I was I was rubbing my fucking hands together whenever you were convinced that one of them would die. <laughs> I'm glad that I was wrong. I'm glad that you were wrong too. It's good. It's fucking hot. The ending is no nice. We'll, we'll um, get there. We'll get there. And yeah, until then, though, uh, we, we see Orga. He, he radios Rustle, and he tells him he's breaking up Tekadon. He's going to turn him to Gillis. And Rustle's like, okay, turn him to whom? Because I'm not going to fucking take him. Yeah, we need a scapegoat. You are you are, you are, are the big bad You are the big bad wolf, and we need, we need to, to blow your a, house down. We need to play a magic card that allows us to place four zero zero tokens on the field. 
uh and uh wait what's the what's what what is the magic card you're referencing there because i don't know no i'm sorry magic card is in like a spell card from Yu-Gi-Oh. oh okay okay zero it's, it's, zero tokens in Yu-Gi-Oh. well the like you know, zero attack so technically they don't have okay. stats but like when you play they're played as like token cards they have like zero attacks zero defense but they're all in defense mode and they just like take hits Okay, because in Magic, like, if anything has zero health at any point in time, it dies as a result of a state-based action of having zero health. Oh, interesting. Hold on, yeah, I'll, I'll see. Maybe, does Scapegoat... Oh, the card doesn't even have... Okay, just kidding. The token doesn't even have, um... Oh, Scapegoat, the card. Okay, yes, I remember the Scapegoat card. Yeah, yeah the, um, the, the, fun, the funny multi uh, Pegasus. Joey Pegasus busted that out against Kaiba, right? In no, it was, it, was, it was like Joey's signature card. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mixing it up with, um... I think I'm mixing it up with, uh, the... That battle in my mind, the, one of the major battles that involves scapegoat is is uh, makes it, it is inextricably entwined with uh, baby tune dragon whatever the tune world dragon whatever yeah with the, tune, tune blue eyes white dragon tune blue eyes white dragon yeah yeah Yu Gi Oh is good yeah damn uh, I can't believe I got I got to, I just got that fucking I haven't watched that show in like well I watched the, I did watch the abridged series a lot mm-hmm, yeah who, who among us really like I, I genuinely I literally had all at the time there were like 52 53 episodes um and I had all of those plus the episodes that were out of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX abridged plus uh-huh. the abridged movie all of that downloaded onto my uh, iPod Nano which I did just watch from I, I just watched those episodes from end to end oh, uh, yeah. in school and stuff and I still managed to do okay in school somehow fuck yeah yeah I think they like just put out like the 84th episode a couple of days ago good god they're getting there um Orga freaks out at Russell telling him fuck you like die yeah this is a fear we don't see from Orga yeah, he he's like tells Russell to kill kill me as many times as you want, cut mine off and display it. And Russell just is like, "Do you understand that you're part of an organization and like all an of you organization? Make up the whole? You <laughs> <Orga's> <laughs> full name. His name is not Orga Itsuka. It's Orga and Zation. He's like a fucking Crash Bandicoot villain. <laughs> Orga and Zation. Orga and Zation. And if you play, sh- and if you play shield version, you get Orga and Zamazenta. <laughs> I can tell that was a hit because you went fucking silent for like ten seconds on my. Oh, end. you've you've got some fucking you got some fucking my pin tweet ass ass audio. Yeah, I was gonna, you got, I got some howling. Oh, you got some fucking hyena cackle, baby. <laughs> Christ. I really wish Discord didn't do that sound attenuation because I want people to hear my fucking shrieking blowing out their eardrums. It's good. It's a good laugh. I like to hear it. Thank you. Um, uh, <laughs> My note just says, accept your fate, honey. <laughs> Poor Orga. Um, this is when Eugene and Akihiro walk in. They tell Orga they're going to give him everything they have. Uh, so Orga can't be yeah, doing Ar- any of this behind their backs. Yeah. Um, I, I really like this line where he's like, oh, quit acting so cool. Are you really so cool that your life is worth more? Which I just want to mention that to put a pin in for when we come back to the end of the second episode. Um, but Eugene is like, you gave everything for us. You gave us life. We were walking corpses and you made a family for us. And it's so, it's, it's really sweet. Yeah. It's like ever, everyone, family love Orga. Um, yeah, I, they're everyone. We we cut from that. Uh, I think they're all in the mess hall, uh, and they're talking. You know, they're wanted. They can't fucking leave. And Kudelia has this idea that you know she still has uh, Machina. She still has those connections. 
So if they can get to Earth, they're able to change their identity because like all of Tekadon are registered as like, you know, they're registered in uh, the fucking world, I guess. Uh, yeah, through, the FBI most wanted list. Yeah, th- through um through Arbrow. And uh, just then, Dexter and Maybrit walk in fucking like hooting and hollering and fist bumping because they have access to like about 20% of their funds. So it's really funny how the money, it's really funny how money was an issue for exactly one episode. Like, I don't really give a shit about this. It's just, it's really funny that this episode like doom and gloom, like, oh, fuck, we can't get any of our money. We're so screwed. And then it's just like, oh, no, we can get money. It's chill. Yeah, we can get, we can get money, but only some. Shout out to Dexter Calculator for setting up a a side fund of 20% of Tekadon's income. Yeah, fucking Dexter's the MVP. Dexter, King Dexter, honestly. King King Dexter. Dexter. Uh... They, they with this news, they all talk about you know they they don't know what they're gonna do when they're on Earth, and Mika's like, isn't it obvious? We just follow Orga, uh, so it, no one has a problem with this at this point. Still, it's fine. Um, but they're gonna call Earth. They're gonna call Mach and I, uh, and then they uh, they try to call it, and they find out that fucking Comcast has cut their internet. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. The bill, boys. I'm still fucking. I'm just gonna start getting mad about Comcast. I think about it too hard. That's oh, the please let that shit. No, let that shit out. I want to hear you. I want to hear your shit about. <laughs> Why the fuck did they just like randomly? I used to pay thirty nine ninety nine a month for internet from Comcast, and then one day they're just like, surprise, you have to pay sixty now, and like with no change to my service. That's a that's a big fucking jump. I, and think I understand it's good that ISPs can do this. I think it's probably really good that we have no choice but to pay exorbitant fees by these companies. It's really it's great actually. I think this is a I think this is a great cut. You know, great you know, <laughs> McDonald's on every corner, baby. I mean, that's mm, true. That's true. Like every con- not every country, but like. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I had some McDo- I had some fucking late night McDonald's the other night, um, because like. I've been, you know, I've been trying to cut down on fast food, and one of the mm. biggest benefits of this is that, um, I, you know, my, I have a local friend who I hang out with about once a week, and um, on the way home from her place is a 24-hour McDonald's, and the one thing saving me from like going there every fucking time is that there's normally like a line of cars out the back at like 2:30 oh, sure. a.m., which is normally when I'm driving home, and it's like, well, I'm not fucking waiting that. That's gonna be like at least a half hour before I get my Big Mac in my hand. But mm. the other night I was driving home, it was completely empty, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll skirt on in here. Um, and before I like, I kind of like blinked and then I was like driving out of there with a Big Mac and two hot and spicy McChickens, which is my typical order, I will admit. Mm. And also a vanilla milkshake and also a pretzel caramel flurry. That sounds decadent. Delicious. Yeah, it it was. I saved the McFlurry for, I I did not want the McFlurry after I finished the shake. So I just saved it for, uh, and I had it last night. You know, those things keep pretty well in the freezer. No, good to know. Mm. Fuck yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This episode brought to you by McDonald's. (laughs) No! What what do we got? What do we got? (laughs) McDonald Fareed. (laughs) McDonald. Fuck, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's fucking like. What was the King fucking McDonald? What was the fucking what was the not McDonald's that they that Char went? That, it was sorry, McDaniel. Not McDaniel Fareed. McDaniel Fareed. I think I know an Irish person named that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Tremendous. That's where the episode ends, by the way. Yeah. So now we're in. Now we're into episode forty-eight. Promise. The crooked media has labeled Tekadon a co-conspirator of the evil Megillus. 
They have no chance of beating Russell's Arian Rod fleet, so Orga hatches a plan. Fake the death of everyone on Tekadon, get to Kryze, and have Makanai change their identities. Megillus squares off with the Arian Rod fleet in Bile and Eok, knowing that Megillus has to draw for his blood in order for Arian Rod intervention to be considered just, charges in and takes a Bile sword to the chest. After finalizing his plans with the help of Takaki, Orga sends Kudelian Atra off. Exiting the building, however, a car rolls up and opens fire. Orgage cradles Ride between his arms in order to protect him from the hail of bullets and dies in the process, instructing Tekadon to never stop. Oh, I'm saluting oh. so fucking. This this is the this is the death that I knew about. Like going in, like I think there was. I think this was like the only death I knew really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I knew I had the spoiler on me very very early. I think it even happened like during the recording of an episode. And I was like, well, I've got, I'm ready for this one to, this, this one's you know, just going to hit me. Uh, you, I, you know, this one's not going to emotionally affect me whatsoever. And then I was fucking crying at the end. It's, it, there is this like really well orchestrated sense of like dread and anxiety where even if yeah. you don't know, like you can, you feel something's up because it's just someone's so about fucking, to die. It's so quiet and peaceful at the end of this episode. It's like, it's like the golden hour. You know, everyone's like, oh, we got Kudeli Natra out safely. You know, no one's around. This is looking really, really good. And then just, like, fucking lightning bolt just just goes to shit right away. Right. Like, I, I had, like, a genuine, like, sense of anxiety as I was watching this episode. So I was like, I know it's fucking coming. Ah! <sighs> rip, rip to a real one. Yeah. Um, um, I think it's funny. Look, I think it's funny now that we're done to look back at the list of characters that I thought were going to die. Because it's like, I think that, like, the this show's... <clears throat> I would have to look at some numbers about this, but, like, this does not feel... I feel like the show has a reputation for being, like, the sad Gundam, the deadly Gundam. But it's, like, I feel like we did not lose... We did definitely... I mean, obviously, by the end of this... Sorry to spoil the episodes that we'll be talking about in 20... Or in 45-ish minutes, but, like, the, the main three do definitely beef it, which is probably unique in Gundam. But in terms of, like, the larger cast, I do not feel like that many characters die because like looking at just like the people that i think i thought most of the characters were going to die i did not see i did not foresee like a happy ending for this show right like here here's here's my quote here's my post from uh six days ago so here you you prompted me to give me a list of uh who i think will die among the main characters and oh. i said rustle and eok both be fit actually no eok living would be funnier so i think he's okay um mcgillis is toast uh, Baldwin, I can see a story where he lives being satisfying, but I think the show will kill him. And then here's the thing. Derma, Dante, Ride, Orga, Mika, Yukinojo, and Dane will die. That's so <laughs> many characters. Fired a lot of blanks there. Yeah. I'm, and then I said, I think one of Zack and Hush will die, but not sure which one. True. True. Um, and then I said, Maribit might die with Yukinojo, but if she lives, I think Atra will die. They all just lived. Like, they all just lives. <laughs> I expected a much more... Given the show's reputation, I think, was had me expecting a lot more death and like lack of hope at the end of all of right. this and i kind of feel like my my watching experience was ever so slightly soured for it which is like not to not to not that i had a bad time watching it or anything i just think like i was expecting a lot more like sadness and death and dismay and despair and so i was like when when the actual sad moments did hit i was like oh is that it that's that's the only we're only getting one like I think, and I think there's like I think this definitely bore out the most in me like chanting "Blood for the Blood God, Skulls for the Skull Throne" at the end of season one. Uh huh. But um, yeah, I just think it's interesting. I think the show, I think this show has a reputation for being a particularly lethal Gundam. And like, I granted, I've only seen one and a half other series of Gundam, but like, there's a lot of people that die in just back in '79. Yeah, that's the thing. So I don't know, like, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say IBO has a reputation of being, like, one of the more deadly Gundams. 
it certainly has a higher body count than a lot of series. From from what I understand, I haven't seen Victory, but like everyone says, Victory is like the fucked up, the one where Yoshiyuki Tomino got his nickname of Kill 'Em All Tomino. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I view I feel like it's less of like a deadly Gundam and more of just like kind of like the most grounded like brutal Gundam as you're going through it. Just because like yeah. it's, it's more visceral. Just all throughout the entire thing, the whole thing of like mobile suits doing melee combat. And you get to see, you know, you get to see the insides of the cockpits that people getting gooshed all the time. Mm-hmm. But like, get, yeah. getting gooshed on Rebaked Full City. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, and I don't know. I, I think like the happy ending works for it because it does. It, it totally does. It, and and I I think what 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 treats me well about the ending of so many people making it out okay is that you know Mikaki Hero Orca everyone who's like fighting put themselves on the line harder than they ever ever had before in order to protect people. Like that's what they know. They, all they know is to fight to protect something. And like, by God, they fucking, they fucking did it in these last episodes. Yeah, they sure did. It, 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 it is an earned happiness because of like the sacrifices that were made. I think. Yeah. 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 Again, to be clear, this is not me saying this is like a condemnation of the ending for not being dark or anything. I just like, I think I may have just misinterpreted some of the reputation that this show has. Like, I think I confused. I think I confused brutal for just has a high body count because, like, in other things that I re- in other things that I've read, like br- the brutal tag does also uh, can come with a high body count. Like, I think like Chainsaw Man, for example, is is an example. Like, that is a very brutal series that also says like <clears throat> not a- <laughs> sorry to anyone who's currently reading or thinking about reading Chainsaw Man. Not a lot of characters make it to the end of that one. Yeah, honestly, less than I thought would when I read through like, it. Like, I'm genuinely rotate running through my head of, like, named characters that make it to the end, and I've got, like, not counting, like, any reincarnations or respawns, and I'm like, what do, what do I got? I got... A, a very, very small list of characters make it to yeah, the end. Yeah, like, three or four named characters make uh-huh. it. Three or four, like, named characters that show up in more than one chapter, I guess. I right, specify. yeah. Notable <laughs> characters, yeah. Right, because, you know, you know... Uh, accounting Greg he shows up in one chapter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, but anyways, a- anyways, this is all to this is. I'm just going long about this. So we, yeah, we th- we open with like the the Tekadon deserters, like Zach and and the rest, seeing Gallarhorn surrounding them. They're just like, fuck. They're not gonna give a shit that we left, huh? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like they talk about how like no matter where they go, they're always gonna be like Tekadon members, right? Branded they got for that life. notoriety now. Um. Rustle orders his men not to attack, but like, you know, don't move, keep the pressure up, keep them surrounded until, you know, the plan is set in motion. Um, we see him talking to Noblis, so he knows that, like, he controls the presses pretty much. Um, we we hear that um, Gjallarhorn is beginning to... So it's like nighttime right now, right? Um, mm-hmm. We learned that uh, they're going to begin, like, the cleanup operation is what they call it. Uh, tomorrow at noon, Mars time, which, first of all, very funny... The, is the whole planet on Mars time? I know time zones are on Earth. Did we just sorry, not... <laughs> sorry, a b- fucking bolt just shot through my body because I realized something about them. This is not relevant to this episode. But just, I just literally just, like, sat bolt upright because I realized something that made me so fucking mad about the, the some about one character's end in this show. Oh. So I didn't interrupt your sentence for a for a teaser for me getting really mad. But okay, good. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, it's noon Mars time, whatever time zone of Mars that is, uh, and we learned that like. Gallagher talks about how you know, Technon has refused our calls, uh, our, our requests for a surrender. And of course, you know, they, they Comcasted their internet, so they couldn't accept the surrender. But they definitely would right. have if they, if they had the option. Right. Um, would that I could. Would that I could, but I can't, so I won't. Uh, McGillis talks to Mika about what Mika's plans are. And Mika's just like, I don't give a shit about you. I'm here for Orga. Stop talking to me, please. 
It's very I weird when, when I feel like Mika talking to Megillus is like, or uh, Megillus talking to Mika is like the how to talk to a short person thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has to do the squat and everything. Yeah. Um, but we gotta go through a secret tunnel like Avatar the Last Airbender. Exactly. Um, and... Uh, sorry, I'm just talking to... Yeah. It, it is Yuki and Ojo who brings the tunnel up. He says it like dates yeah, back they, to they Calamity are, like, War. The plan just kind of coalesces in this meeting where it's like, well, let's just fucking blow this place sky high and make it look like we all died. There's tunnels to get out of here. We can also use some like old Calamity War cables to talk to people. Yeah, my chemical romance, fake your death. Yeah. Uh, um, Orga, Orga says this battle isn't about killing someone to end it. It's about all of us surviving. That's our objective. Stay alive and we win by surviving. And my, my note for that says, lol, everyone in this room is going to die, huh? Again, just <laughs> expecting a much more myopic ending. Yeah. Hold on, um, I need to Google myopic real quick to make sure I said it right. <laughs> <laughs> or no, I said it right, but me... Uh, yeah, the no, meaning. that's not myopic. That's not what myopic means. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a much um, more miserable ending, I guess, yeah. is, the word I wa- is probably the word I was reaching for that got mixed up yeah. with myopic. Uh, th- this isn't this isn't a note uh, from the actual episode content. I, did you notice that this episode really does the Evangelion trick of, like, have characters having their mouths covered or backs turned to the camera constantly so we can save animation budget? I did not know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's just specifically this one or it was like the, all the finale leading up to it. Cause like, you know, they, they break the budget out at the end for like the cool fucking fight at the end. Um, but like in this episode specifically, you see a lot of characters like back to the camera, uh, only their eyes, only like neck down talking just so like, you don't need to animate the mouth that much. It was a very yeah. strange thing to notice. Um, I didn't catch that, but now I'm curious to watch this episode. I'm sure I'll watch this series again at some point. I'll try and keep that in mind when I do. It, I will say, I mean, this is my rewatch. It's good on a rewatch. I think I yeah. like it more now. Um, but yeah, or- Orga tells uh, Megillus the plan of like, we're going to go through the tunnel. We got to clean it out first. Um, Megillus tells Orga that he's just going to like find a way to break through Galahorn himself. So Orga's able to like escape with a few people to get the word out. Um, it's He's being very soon dare about this. He's like, well, well, it's my strategy. You can go along with it if you want, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's it's just, it's very weird. It's like a weirdly, like, it on a more objective read, you could see him maybe, like, kind of caring about Orga. But, like, we kind of know, th- I mean, I don't know. I guess he's probably still so caught up in his plan that he's like, whatever, I'll let Orga, like, do his thing too. But it, yeah. it's, it's weird that he seems to be making concessions for Orga when he really wouldn't normally do that. I mean, what leverage does he have to say no? <laughs> yeah, really, honestly. He's kind of just got to be along for the ride at this point. Like, he's got Bile, but, like, or, nobody in Tekadon gives a shit, or nobody in Gellarhorn gives a shit about like, Bile, and nobody in Tekadon gives a shit about Bile. No, yeah, absolutely not. Um, so, so we learned that it's going to be, um, what, uh, Orga, Chad, Rai, Kudelia, and Atra. They're going to take, like, you know, one of the trucks there. Uh, Atra refuses to go at first. He doesn't want to leave anyone behind. Um, and, you know, Kudeli asks Atra to help her keep her promise. And this is when Maribit realizes Atra was Gallarhorn. Um, which is just... Imagine um, Maribit's fucking shock. <laughs> yeah, and it's really funny that Chad is also here for this scene because he makes a shocked reaction. Yeah. I Fucking Chad rules. He's like... Low-key, one of the b- best Tekadon boys, I yeah. think. He he only... All Chad knows is who in who in Tekadon is Porky. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, th- I just wanted to jump back a little bit. Uh, yep. When when Tekadon is like, oh, fuck, we, they, fa- they found the tunnel. Eugene finds the tunnel, but it's really backed up and beaten to shit, and they gotta dig through by hand. And then Eugene, like, yells to Yuki Nojo, like, Hey, old man, put on Diggy Diggy Hole, 10 hours edition. <laughs> Yeah, he gets the fucking, like, the, the, the tiny 10-year-old human debris kids are like, this is just like Minecraft! <laughs> I'm Tekadon and I'm Diggy Diggy Hole. <laughs> uh, um, 
McGillis, uh, was it? The next thing is, uh, as, as they're getting ready to leave, McGillis is getting ready to suit up. He's like in his, uh, he's in his normal suit now. He talks to Mika, and you know, he asks Mika for help, and he's like, I thought he, he tells Mika, I thought you fought beautifully, and your power could secure a bright future. I believe you could guide Tekadon's power, or, or he believed that he could guide Tekadon's power, but like he realizes, like you, you're just blind, unrestrained power. There's no ideals behind what you guys are doing. You can't be guided. I don't know why he's telling Mika this because Mika's definitely not listening. But sure, he has to pontificate one last time. Yeah, just um, uh, Asher was pontificate. Ont- <laughs> uh, Orga, we we see Orga. He like kind of runs Mikolas off. Mikolas goes off to you know he he's in bail and he's gonna fight. Um, Mika asks if Technon's place was Mars, and Orga just says that he's gonna find the next place to go. And, yeah, you know, Mika- I, I found a place for us. It starts with H and ends with Evan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Mika's, like, worried about Orga's safety without him there. So he just fucking hands him his nine mil. Yeah, just... <laughs> and it brings been... back memories of when Mika popped to that guy and all of his money exploded out of him like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. And like, he... well, more like River City Ransom. Sonic doesn't have money. Explode. Well, rings are kind of money. Depends on who you <laughs> at. Depends on what game you're playing. If you have enough rings, it turns into, like, fucking wads of cash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kudeli and Atra both kiss Mika on the cheek and he like hush hush is like um what is it I think Ride is turning backwards and hush is like covering his yeah, eyes he's covering his like, eyes so he doesn't watch Mikazaki's beautiful GF saying goodbye to him yeah Ride's like I don't think we should be seeing this right now it's very cute it's so sweet um, god I I think one of the major complaints that I have about the second season is that I feel like hush is not in it enough mm-hmm. like I feel like he gets I feel like he is presented to me as though he is like a new main character, and he's certainly in it more than like any of the other new guys. Like between the, the the four main new guys that I'm counting for season two, for season two are him, Zach, Dane, and and God, I almost said Derma. Derma. <laughs> um, and I feel like like Hush is like in the first in the first OP of this or the first ED of the season. It's Baby Orga and Mika, which has like huge story sit like resonance like the, like them as babies is shown so much throughout the entire show and also hush is a baby and that made me really made me think that like he was going to be like a yeah. more major player in this and I, maybe they planned it and just kind of like fell fell flat because yeah you really they really were leading hush in to be more important than he ends up being yeah and i don't i don't dislike what they end up doing with I don't dislike what they end up doing with him. I ultimately, yeah. it's just a little bit. It just makes me feel a little bit like kind of feel like I'm missing something with this. It, character. it could have been more. It could have been more like weighty. Yeah, yeah. His his send off is his send off is has a lot more heft to it than I feel like I would have expected for the amount of t- screen time he had. Right. Yeah. Very, very sad. Just fucking yeah. threw my phone across this room. Rip to Bakugo. Very sad. Salute well, not Bakugo. yet, but you know. Yeah. Um, soon. So McGillis um, gets in bail. He sorties. He 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 yep. draws aggro. Uh, Eok says it's Russell's orders to do nothing until the enemy attacks. So Eok flies forward and like baits McGillis to attack and like begin the fighting and just again get parried casual. Like McGillis just fucking crunches him right away. I thought um I thought he died. Here. I thought Eok died here, and I was like, this is actually a really good end for this character that I was not expecting. And so it's that much funnier that he lives this and then dies in a much more pathetic way in the next. Episode. I know, like <laughs> I I I've, this, I guess I fully come around on Eok. I fucking love him. Like he fits I, he's perfect- so fucking stupid. He's so just cannot do. He can't even fucking die right. <laughs> like he fits perfectly into my my ideal Gundam archetype, which is just like fail guy. <laughs> like it's, I, we love Eok here. 
I got I got to watch Zeta if like cuz you love you fucking love Jared, Jared Nessa is my favorite Gundam character because he's I've never seen a character fail upwards in a more compelling way than Jared. Like his I, think, I, mean, I think that, oh go on. Okay, his rivalry with Camille is is like the analog is Char and Amaro cuz you know Camille's mm-hmm. the main character and Jared is effectively the main he's not the main villain but he's like the antagonist to Camille. Sure. And it's just so fucking funny that Camille no sells it. He's like, I don't like it. It's the fucking sorry to talk about a Avengers Endgame, but it's like that partner of Endgame when Scarlet Witch is attacking Thanos, and he's like, "You took everything from me." And Thanos is like, "I don't know who you are." Like, right? It's it's, it's kind for, of for, that for you. The day I destroyed your village was the most important day of your life. For me, it was a Tuesday. Yeah, it's it's M Bison shit. <laughs> to reference um, a better movie. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Um. But yeah, I, I just, I, speaking of, by the way, I watched Raul Julia in like just in a drama role recently, Kiss of the Spider Woman. God, I would, it's, to, I would it's love to kiss so, the Spider Woman. It's so sad that his last role and his was like, M. Bison. Legacy, I know. M. Bison. He's so like genuinely. If you want to see more Raul Julia, Kiss of the Spider Woman, phenomenal. Hmm. I'm making notes emoji. <clears throat> um. So let's see. Uh, yeah, Eok, Eok attempts to throw himself on this grenade as first yes. blood, and um, he doesn't. He it does work. He just doesn't die. He doesn't die. Yeah, but you know the, the fight begins uh, as McGill's is fighting. He like reflects on Lupus Rex, King of the Wolves. Wolves move in packs, but that's not for me. It's time to part ways. Yeah, I'm, and, too, you know, I'm, too, learn... I'm too nutty to move. On. I'm too I'm too nutty. I got to move on my own. Yeah, and you know this is when we learned Orga uh, made out safely with everyone else. Um, we see Hush and Dane are shoveling in the tunnel, and like Zach shows up. Yep. Uh, he has nowhere else to go, so he might as well help out. Good for you, Zach. Might as well diggy diggy hole. Diggy diggy hole. Um, everyone makes it to Admos Company. Um, Russell, we see Russell talking to Galio about he knows Miguelis is going to come after him. So, you know, they're just kind of laying in wait in space because, like, they know that fucker's getting there eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned that, uh, the te- you know, the same thing I said earlier about Tekanon couldn't accept the surrender because they never got the signal. Um, Mach and I, they're able to like go in contact with Mach and I, and he says, yeah, we'll help you, uh, change your energy. You just have to fucking make it to earth. Uh, and they hear Takaki's voice. It's nice that we get to see Takaki again. Yeah. I, um, I was really worried when he showed up back up on screen. Cause I was like, I had this, like when, when laughter and Akihiro parted ways, um, I was like, okay, well at least laughter won't be out. Won't, we'll be out of the line of fire. And then I was proven wrong approximately three and a half minutes later. Um, so when, when Takaki left and with Fuka, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Takaki's not going to be in the line of fire anymore. So when he showed back up, he was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Takaki, get away from the camera. This is the end of Final Destination 3 when um, when Kevin uh, shows up on the train that's about to explode with, that Mary Elizabeth Winsett and her sister are on. I'm nodding. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great, great, great I, I, flick. I believe you. If you want to see a guy named Frankie Cheeks' head get exploded into a fine pace, look no further. <laughs> Frankie Cheeks. Good. Um, but yeah, because uh, you know, Machinai is going to help him because he, he, he wants to repay them for all their help for, you know, mm. getting him elected and then surviving and everything. Yeah. Um, Kukubita gets an email. From uh, Ozzy. This fucking scene. This is this, so good. I was hooting and hollering. Fucking end the show here. I don't give a shit about Tekken. I don't give a shit about anything else. They show me <laughs> Ozzy in Naze's fit and I am just fucking... <laughs> They're calling her the white Naze. She's the white Naze. She has fucking infinitely more swag than Naze ever did wearing the exact same outfit. She's wearing the fucking Michael Jackson um, uh, 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 moonwalker outfit. <laughs> she's the she's on Mars your, walker. She's on your SNES. She does, she does do a spin move to hit bad guys. <laughs> Ooh, 
it's it, and she doesn't even say the uh, echo is like, there also, and she's echoes there also. She's got a colored jacket. It's cool. Yeah, they, I think they all have like black jackets now because it's fucking yeah. cooler. They're they're the cooler turbans. Yeah, they got rid of, they got rid of they got rid of that square that square up at the top, and they just became infinitely more lesbianly. Yeah. Um, Octor and Kudelia say goodbye to Orga. You know, they're just gonna hide out in the uh, Admos Company office till it's all over. Mm-hmm. Um, Orga and Kudelia, they, I we we get fucking we haven't gotten like Orga and Kudelia in so long. No, so, like, we this, haven't. This is so good. This scene of like them both laughing about how Kudelia's original idea was to share in the pain of kids her age, which is the reason she picked Akadon. She was like, "Oh, I was an arrogant idiot back then." Like they're both like just having a sensible chuckle about it. It's so fucking nice. It's really nice. Like it just it did it. God, even talking about it now, I'm getting a little bit teary. Not even about Orga, just like the how far they've come, like where they've where they started and where they wound up, like how they're like yeah. Kudelia, like for all my complaints about how some of the other women in the show are treated, Kudelia is a phenomenal fucking character. I love so like I think her or Atra, probably my favorite two in this in this entire show. Just like in terms of like Com- well, you know, I'm talking about like completeness as a character. I think Atra is more fun than she is like a complete character, but Kudeli is like yeah. just up and down, fucking yeah, like s- rock solid, phenomenal character. Yeah, just, she like- spins her wheels in the beginning. That's because she was just doing a sick burnout. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, it makes it it makes perfect sense now. She's like, oh, ooh, ooh, do, do I want ooh, ee, ooh, and then she's like, then she like gets her feet under her, and she like actually, you know, the wheels start going a little, the the wheels start going forward instead of in circles, and it's yeah. just. Just thinking about the scene is like, I don't know. Those first couple episodes are, yeah. It's just I'm a little emotional. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, and it's like you know, it's it is it's nice that the last thing we see Orga do before the incident is like have a nice laugh because you know he, he knows there's a future for for Kudeli and Atra. Uh, ride and chatter outside in the car. They walk out and like. Yep. And it's, my, my it's notes like, literally. My, here's my notes. It's awfully quiet out here. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh oh! Yeah, fucking a car rolls up and there's hitmen and like we see Chad get shot in the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. He, and, here, here's here's yeah, my yeah, yeah. even before I see Orga catch a single bullet, my notes say something screeches around the corner and there goes Orga. Orga's not the first one to catch a bullet here. Chad catches one in the shoulder, but yep. I'm just like immediately like okay, Orga's dead here. Yep. Uh, um, Chad yes. catches one in the Chad catches one in the shoulder, but um, Orga just like cradles Ride and like protects him from the bullets entirely, and then he pops back like how JFK should have. Yeah. <laughs> he he turns around. He grabs the nine millimeter. Turns around. Plow! One shot nails a dude straight in the dome. Yeah. After and he is full of like fifty bullets right now. So like it makes sense they like freak the fuck out and drive off. Like they know yeah. Orga's dead. That was the hit. That was all they had to do. They don't need to kill everyone there. Uh, but they're gone. And like Orga stands up so shaky, just like fucking gushing blood everywhere. And Ride Ride is just like stammering, like boss, you not and, for like. There's a line that he says here. I don't know if he said it in the dub, but in the sub, he says a line like, "Not for me." Like the yeah, there's yeah. Such a there's such a, a a hurt in Ride's voice about like knowing that he was the like not even that he did something wrong that got Orga killed, like that he that Orga th- threw away his life for someone like him, and like I think this is a really really phenomenal thing that I didn't notice until I talked to my friend Morgan about this. Not Morgan from podcast, different yeah. Morgan. Uh, Morgan I've referenced a couple of times in the show. But, like, she was just kind of like, Orga, like, Orga presents a big game about how his life is more important as the boss. Like, he tries to offer himself as a martyr for 
for Tekadon, the way that like the the Ishbal, the Ishbalan leaders try to do that to King Bradley, and he just said one life is one life. But like mm-hmm. Orga cannot just fucking let a kid die. No, we we know Orga would do this for literally any member of Tekadon. Anyone. He he. Orga Orga ta- Orga talks a big game. He is the least important member of Tekadon in his mind by a country mile. Yeah, he 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 fully believes he is small potatoes. He does, and God, ugh. This entire fucking scene, dude. It's so good. Like, the, like IBO just fucking hits at the end. It's so great. Yeah, like yeah. He, he's 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 walking. He's like shambling forward. He's talking about how he's the boss. This is nothing. It nothing nothing but a this is my job to protect my friends. It's his Everyone's job. waiting. As long and as we he, don't stop, this road will continue. Yeah, and he, he's never going to quit. He's going to be at the end waiting for them as long as Tekadon never. As quits. long as you don't stop, I'll be at the end waiting for you. Like the fuck, and like the final visual metaphor of like Orga's fa- face down, covered in blood, pointing forward, and like the blood pools forward from its finger, like continuing the path. Like, oh, oh, fucking great. Yeah, it's good it's shit. So fucking good. Um, Mika feels a disturbance in the force about this. Yeah, and that's episode. Which I'm, I don't mind this happening once. What? <laughs> How about 10 times? This, this happening once is fine. I can, I can live with it. Like, Sorry to go from sorry to like fucking go from um, like me getting really heartfelt about a scene to me like fucking cinema sensing this. I just like this is a, specifically a world where this is specifically a gun universe where new types do not exist, and yet everyone right. is getting fucking force feelings of other people dying. Yeah, it's like it's. I get that it's, it's kind of like a plot contrivance. Like okay, yeah, a character dies, and you cut to someone else like saying something about the character dying. Makes sense, but mm-hmm. it's strange. Yeah, it is, but. but- he feels it, sure. That's that, yeah. and that's where the episode kind of ends. Um, <laughs> time for the next episode. <laughs> time for the next episode. <laughs> episode forty nine. McGillis Farid. Character episode. Character <laughs> episode. More more shows should have just d- the episode d- d- titles. Yeah, some guy's imminent. fucking name. Um, I I want to know like I want to find like a a repository of every Gundam episode that has ever been named after a character like first name last name and if any character named in the episode will survive to the end of it I know right um because we had we only had we only had two in this season right we had we had um we had McGillis Farid and Fumatan Admas God Fumatan I miss Fumatan so much I haven't thought about her in so long I know fuck I forgot about oh man bummer I miss her she's hanging out she's chilling she's in she's in fucking. She's <laughs> fucking Goku tweets. Oh, I received word that uh, Orga sh- that uh, Orga Itsuka has checked in at Kinkai Station. Uh, he's he's joining uh, Fumatan Admas and Biscuit. <laughs> he crossed Snake Way. <laughs> he crossed Snake Way. Uh, um, let's see. So, in the wake of Orga's death, Mika rallies Tekadon together and says that Orga's orders still stand. They are all to live until they die and make it to the place Orga would lead them to. As the tunnel continues to be dug, Mika, Akihiro, Hush, Dante, Eugene, and some young boys hold off Galaforn so they can make it through. McGillis makes his final journey into space where he single-handedly challenges the Aryan Rod fleet. Gaileo Sorties intending to take McGillis out. As they fight, their Gundams are damaged and McGillis makes it into Gris Rustle's ship, attempting to take him out and end this conflict. Gaileo ends up shooting him and stops him from making his final confession and refusing to forgive him like Ayn and Karda would have wanted. Another just fucking incredible episode ending here. Yeah, I, um... Yeah, God. Uh, I, I just... The the episode opens with every... 
Sorry, I, I, I'm laughing because I, I the episode opens with like everyone reacting to word of Orga's death, and um, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> yeah, like Nobilis gets word of Orga dying and is like being smug about it, I guess. And we, yeah, we see all of Tekadon reacting, and my notes just said, "God, Zach's face," and I was like, "What the fuck kind of face is Zach making?" I only I watched that episode like an hour and a half ago, but I don't remember what it is. And um, I went and scrubbed through the episode, and. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to do so much visual content in these yeah, episodes, sure. but but here's Zach's face when he finds out that Orga died. Oh no! <laughs> oh, poor guy. It's just it's a funny face in comparison to everyone else who's like fucking openly weeping. I know. I mean, no Real one in this picture is openly face. weeping, but yeah, <laughs> Masaka, Masaka. <laughs> um. We we, he, we see Noblis uh, calls Noblis is like calling his hitman and he's like you know he's surprised that Orca actually died, um, but he's relieved Cordelia's alive because you know business is business, um, and yeah and then we, then we see everyone gets the call from Ride everyone's sad and mad and people want fucking revenge with a capital R, mm-hmm. um, and this is when Mika gathers everyone together and like gives his address yeah, he's 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 to the and about to get the State of the Union. Yeah, and, like, it's, like, this very awkward... It's funny, right? Because, like, Mika is not... He doesn't talk to people. He's not the fucking, like, spokesperson. So it's, like, this very awkward silence as he kind of, like, stands shirtless on, like, the open cockpit of Barbatos, just kind of, like, staring at everyone for a little while. Mm. Um, But then he says, Orga's final words... Orga's final orders still hold true. You know, he just wants to laugh it up with everyone when they reach their goal. And he's like, I will crush anyone in my way no matter who they are. Like, not that he needs to threaten Tekadon, but just, like, you know, he's on the fucking warpath right now. Yeah, and we um, get like a close up of we get a close up of Mikazuki's eyes, and for the first yes. time in possibly this entire series, there's like emotion to them. They're not. I mean, he's had emotion on his face before, but like his eyes have an emotion to them that I feel like we haven't seen much before. Like the 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 amount of detail that's going that went into this drawing of a close up of his eye is just unreal. Like he is yeah. not. Yeah, you um, can tell speaking, he's ready to fucking kick ass. We get like some like some Sakuga as he stands as he just like adjusts his position and says "Live until you die" and carry out his orders. Yeah, it's um, good. Uh, Noblest talks to Rust a little bit. You, you yeah, know, this is Rust- when we get, this is when we get the oh Noblest or uh, Rust. We will sell the Aryan Rod's latest weapons. <laughs> oh, we're in cahoots. Money, money, cha-ching. Yeah, um, the big dollar bills. J- Julietta, Baba <laughs> <the> next- Baba. <laughs> Atra is Baba Booey. Um, Julietta laments. Atra was Baba Booey. <laughs> Julietta laments that, like, you know, the shady adults take it on had to do it to get to their goal. And Rustle's like, Julietta, I am one of those shady adults too. You understand that, right? <laughs> yeah, and she's like, I, I understand. Everyone fight. Yeah, she's like, I understand, but we're 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 righteous ones. We're on the I right side Julietta here. To ki- I wanted Julietta to kill Rustle so badly. I'm. I don't think I don't think it makes it a bad show for for Rustle making it to the end or anything. I really wish Rustle had died, though, just for, like, my own personal satisfaction. That's the thing. I think the most surprising death or not death is Rustle. Yeah, Rustle making it to the end and, like, being, like, enshrined as the president of of Gellerhorn again is so... Yeah, I... You can't help but laugh. So, so... Okay, this is actually making me think, like, um... Did they just, like, did they just, like, forgive him using the Dinesleaf because it was to kill Tekadon? Like... Yeah, it was. Like, he, he, like four, he was never the four aggressor or five here. Episode, four or five episodes ago, well, like, even with the aggressor, like, unless someone uses a Dines Leaf on you, like, per, per like, the, the, the rules of engagement that we saw in the episode with 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 um, McGillis' fleet versus 
um, Gellerhorn, like the in the episode where not this is the episode where Naze died. Like, um, Russell had to send a mole to fire a Dines Leaf at the at the Aryan Rod fleet before it would be justified for them to use it. But here, no, like not even Shino's not even here to do like the faux D- Dines Leaf with the with the Ryusei Go for. Um, it's just interesting. Like they just he just busted out the Dines Leaf fleet, and it's like yeah, let's chill. Yeah, everyone looked away for a couple seconds because they knew that he was going to kill McGillis and they wouldn't have to deal with his shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> They're fine with it. <laughs> like, I do not see it. I do. I simply do not see it. I'm looking away. But I'm, I'm jumping forward, like, a whole episode at yeah, this point yeah. to talk I, about we're, that. We're, at, at this point, we're very safe to assume that people listening to the final... No, yeah, I'm not, like, saying for spoilers, say just for, like, continuity discussion. I just, yeah, like, I don't yeah. trust myself to hold on to these concepts for long enough. Yeah, sure. Yes, yes. S- say it if you got it. Uh, yeah. So we learned that it's going to take about two hours to reach the end of the tunnel. So Mika, Hush, Akihiro, Dante are like the main fighting force. I got to hold everyone off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Durma 985 wants to join. <laughs> yep, he wants to join. And Akihiro explains like, you're not human debris anymore. Like, you have to ki- you have to live too, motherfucker. Like, I you need it, to I, listen I, to Orga. I really like that Akihiro explicates that it's not because of his missing arm. Yeah. Like, it, it's not because we don't think you can fucking swing with the best of them even without an arm. You just, your life means something now. You can't just fucking toss it to, into the shredder. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like... Again, it, it, while the ending doesn't really dwell a whole lot on, like, the concept of human debris, it's, it's like, the character's reaction towards the human debris that are part of Tekadon is, like, what's more telling of how, like, basically yeah, the, everyone believes that they have worth now. The way the human debris stuff wraps up does feel a little bit pat to me, but, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's, it's, a, it, we'll get there. We'll get to that. Yeah. Later. Um... Eugene is going to use Orga Sheedon, the weird. Yep, we we we, we made some we made some brand new boys who are very important characters that are MB, Elgar, Hirune, and Tro. Yeah, love love my favorite my four favorite Tekadon boys. <laughs> Name one of the character names I just said. Elgar. He was one of the guys who like Kudelia taught to read with Mika. Okay, yeah, you got you got me there. Yeah, I don't remember the other ones already, but you know what? One is good enough. <laughs> yeah, I could not I could not have done that for I could not have done that back to you. <laughs> Um, I, there's a really funny scene where Eugene is like talking to Orga and they have to like, sir, I'm using your epic machine. And all the kids are like, is he even that good? I saw Mikazuki beat him. Wait, no, that was Akihiro. No, I saw Chad beat him. And it's just like all of them going to the laundry list of everyone in Tekadon who's beaten Eugene's ass. Yeah, it's, it rules. I love it. I fucking um, love Eugene. M- Mirabit and Yuki Nojo are talking to and like, you know. Yukino just gonna stay back to supervise all this, and Mary's like, "All right, well, but you know, I'm pretty popular around here. If you keep me waiting, I might become someone else's girl." It's yeah. It, I just do, I love the flirting want, they do. Do you want to get cut? You looking? You looking? Are you looking to get cut, <laughs> Yukinojo? Don't let me cut. Don't let me. Don't. You want to get cut by Chad of all people? <laughs> no, Chad would never. Chad would never. But I mean, Chad, res- Chad respects Yukinojo and respects women too much. That's true. That's true. Um. It's go time though. Gallagher begins the artillery assault. They're just like well, firing well, from well, the right, right before. Right before it's go time. Sorry, this is a really nice scene oh, where, yeah, yeah. where Mika is just like sitting to himself and he like talks to Orga and is like, "What should I do next, Orga?" And he says, "Oh, never mind. I already know. I just wanted to ask." Yeah, it's God. Oh, and I think. Ah, it's the, good. The, I love this it. scene. Just start. The, this entire like fight starts off with Mikazaki being like, "Our only objective is to buy some time. We're gonna get ground to shreds eventually, but let's make it as slowly as possible." And. Barbatos' claws are so fucking sick. Yeah, the fucking gold claws. Yeah. It's so cool. I really want a Barbatos Lupus Rex. <clears throat> I will say plot. the Lupus Rex, does the, the hands in the Lupus Rex, unless you buy the 1-100 size, I don't think those, they're not painted. They're, they're just like the, the gray. You got to paint those. 
Mm, I mean, I, I know my way around a bra. I went to art school for four years. Come on, that's true. Yeah, I did. I did buy a bunch of like very fine tip uh, Michael's brushes. I saw like, they look so the 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 kit you painted with them looks so fucking good. Oh, fucking Beatles. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of Beatles, did you see the new uh, the new Gundams and suits from Witcher Mercury? I don't think I okay. did. I I'm saw the preview, but I did not see much. Okay, else. I won't derail the show. Because it'd be something we talk about for a while, but I'll, I'll post it later just because, like, there's, like, a giant fucking, like, pink beetle-looking suit that I'm obsessed okay, with. Okay, can you play? Okay, post that now, though, because I really want to see the pink. We don't have to look, talk about the rest of it. I just want to see the pink yeah, yeah, beetle yeah, yeah. right now. Okay, like, okay, okay. Um, en.gundam.info slash about-gundam slash series dot dash pages slash witch. Um, the website's pretty slow to load, but if I scroll down here, um, um, mobile suit. There we go. More, please. The Gundam Ariel. We know this one already. I want to talk about Guels de Lanza. Uh, let me just post this shit right here. It's not going to give you a preview. It's got to click it. Uh, but once you see this thing, it is a giant fucking like beetle horn and a huge ass like feather in its cap. It's like pink and gunmetal gray with a really cool yellow visor. This thing kicks ass. Oh, this thing. F- oh, it's so. Yes, I did see this guy. It's stumpy. And if you look at the bottom right, the pilot Guel Jaturk, who has like fucking fire emblem hair. Uh, do they show? Do they show the pilot? Oh, yeah, yeah. he's in the bottom right. Oh, of the page. hello! That's a little. That's a friend. I Char- the I, character I, designs in G Witch are all fucking incredible. It's like Gundam Business School. It's really funny. The premise. I'm very excited to watch this. As like, I, do you, do we know what where in the canon this is? This is existing. Yeah, this is a new timeline. It's called. Um, <sighs> I don't have to. I don't. I, I'm going to go back at this point. I'm going to go back and watch. Um, it, it's I'm going at to go back Stella. And watch it, but. Add Stella, so just not it, connected. It, yeah, it, it is the year AS122. Um, okay. Again, tune into Welker Button October, I think, for uh, G-Witch coverage. But until then... Uh, I'm posting I'm posting Big Boss Emoji. Yes. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're buying time. Uh, we cut to McGillis, who... He's, like, on... T- he's on his ship somehow. He just flies to space. He's on his, his ship. Uh, he's addressing his men, tells them, the world will be there, your oyster when you win. But he, like, runs them all off to the ship just because, like, you know. Yeah, get, he, needs he to says, I alone will suffice. But he needs to have some alone time with fucking Toto. <laughs> fucking Toto. How is he still around? How has he not been, like, beat by a stray Dinesleaf? Toto being alive now is just so... Why is this Why is this character here? Why is he here? Like, it's so fucking funny that McGillis just ke- keeps his ass around. Right. It's so good. But, like... He just tells Toto, those who reign are destined to reign alone, and those who alone are free. And Toto's like, oh, happy hunting, boss. I have a, I have a case of stogies that's calling my name. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh I gotta go send a cringe-ass message to this girl on Facebook that I love. <laughs> Snickers nefariously. <laughs> we just get one last shot of Toto before we go. Yeah, I, Toto gets a better sign-off for this show than fucking Almeria does. Incredible shit. I, um, the, when we get to the, <clears throat> we're coming up with the Almeria scene, which is the thing that made me sit bolt upright earlier when I really, and got really mad about it. Tremendous. Um, so, so Miguel's, uh, Miguel's yeah. ship is closing on the Arian Ar- Ar- Rod fleet and he's just like fucking, he just goes riding the whip. Now he like pops Bile out and just has the, sh- has a ship careen into a bunch of, uh, Arian Rod fleet ships. Uh-huh. I love and he's that. like, I will, I'll show you, I'll show you a world which only true pure power can, I'll show you a world, I show, oh my god, I'll show you a world of truth which only pure power, the Pokemon ability, can create. <laughs> my attack stat is doubled. Oh. Do pure <laughs> power been, and huge power do the same thing? I, yes, they do. Why the fuck are they different? Whatever. 
I don't. I mean, emergency exit and um, whatever Wimpods. Wimp, whip out. No, that's Wimp fun out. because it's just the flavor of Glycopod calling it something cooler, even though he's still a fucking weenie deep yeah. down. That's good yeah, to me. It is. Um. So we get the eye catch, and we get back from the eye catch. We get an Almeria scene, and I think this is the only Almeria scene we get without McGillis. Yes. I yes. mean, his name is mentioned def a lot, but. No, actually, I feel like there was, like, one scene in season one where she was, like, hanging out with Baldwin, and he was like, oh, McGillis is off doing something. But I also might have that reverse, and she was hanging out with McGillis, and he was like, oh, Mc- Baldwin's mm-hmm. off doing something. Anyways, um, and Papa Baldwin is there, and he's like, oh, we gotta go back for the Baldwin mansion. Uh, and she's like, no, I haven't forgiven Mackie, but he- I am still his wife. His sins are my sins. I will wait for my husband here and atone for his sins together. And this, this is the, lo- we, we get one shot, we... This is not the very, very last we see of Almeria. After McGillis bites it, we get uh, Almeria sensing a disturbance in the force. Mm-hmm. This fucking sucks. This being where this character is left off is awful. Yeah, I am just f- mm. like I, I, I would not if this character if they had like if they had like managed to stick some kind of landing here with this character, I would not have like been happy with the McGillis Almeria stuff. I, but I would have mm-hmm. been like. I kind of see what they were going for. They kind of fumbled a lot, but they, you know, they stuck on something at the end. But the fact that this character just ends being like, I will wait for my, my adult husband to come back of my sins. And then just like, this is what the character's left on. We don't get anything else from this character for the rest of the fucking show. And for everyone else who gets such an end cap put on them, there is just yeah. nothing. Yeah. It's just so frustrating. I just, God, ugh, really, like, I, really irritating. I, I, I know I've talked, I know I've talked the Elmeria stuff to death, but it's just, they, they we, we talk be, about it because it fucking sucks. They want, they want, I feel like they both want her to be like a pawn that doesn't matter to the story and also like a character. And like, if she was just a pawn who didn't matter to the story, I would feel silly getting so worked up about it because it's like, she is basically a pawn for McGillis, but also she's present enough that she, like, if she was like, if she showed up like once or twice and was just referred to by McGillis and she's just off screen for so much of this, like, I would not have nearly as much of an issue with this. I would still have an issue. Don't get me wrong. But like, mm-hmm. The fact that she is still showing up and still being a character and it just gets left like this, like the, the this character's arc ends with I my 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 adult hum my I I I'm a nine I am nine year old baby. My adult husband's sins are mine. I will wait for him and we will atone together. And end end character. Yeah, like are you what sure Almeria? Was there anything else you maybe wanted to say? I mean, her entire character is just based around Megillah, so I guess it makes sense they didn't think to give her a second, like, things about, things I know about Amiria. One, Baudouin. Two, in love with Megillus. Three, was jealous of the older woman's big boobies that one time. Four. Yeah. Uh-oh, that's it. We ran out. <laughs> like, come <sighs> on. Give me something to work with here. Get... <sighs> it sucks. Like, honestly, even with the way that this ends, I no longer feel like I, I think, like, I can see the skeleton of what they were attempting for. They just fucked it. They just wanged it so badly. Yeah, this no, does yeah, not hit just anywhere close whiffed. to where they wanted to. Completely fucking whiff. Huge whiff. And it just, it sucks to have this big fucking goose egg in the middle of everything else. Mm-hmm. Because this is, I, this is a great finale other than this. Like, I, I've, I've had yep. my qualms about it as we've been talking about it this episode, but, like, really most of my complaints are, like, I kind of wish that had been this had been like resolved ever so slightly differently, or like oh a small nitpick. This just out and out fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. And like I I really I don't, I don't want to say that I like Almiria as a character because I don't like I don't know who or, I don't know her as a character. But like I I just like kid I just like think kid characters in an otherwise adult scenario are just like that's fun in anime. I like that. It just. Yeah, just a it, wet it d- fucking fart. Doesn't doesn't fucking do it well here. Yeah, no, it sucks. I agree. 
Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, we come back Anyways. to Gillis, and he's saying, I, the Gjallarhorn Exile, will put an end to the commander of the Aryan Rod fleet myself. This act will change the world. And he's just going fucking absolutely nutty with this. Yeah, he's, he's just saying shit. This is a libertarian moment, what my yeah. mates say. This is when Gailio... Gailio pops out uh, in, in Kamar Sodar and, like, activates Ayn, and, you know, he just rolls into fight. Yeah. throw hands. Uh, back on Mars, the fighting's continuing. Um, Hush, poor Hush, just gets, like, fucking stabbed completely through the cockpit. Like, he's bisected. Um, but he's, like, wants to keep fighting till he dies. And, like, Mika saves him one last time. And Hush, you know, he admits Mika's pretty awesome. And he, like, he tells Mika, he's like, don't worry, I'll catch up. You keep yeah. going. And Mika's like, okay, I'll leave this to you. Like, he says, I'm counting on you, Hush. And, like, Hush is, like, dying as he says yeah. that. And, like, Mika knows. But, like, it's a, it's a, it is a nice ending for Hush for Mika to, like, yeah. you know, they recognize each other. And then Mika's like, yeah, all right. Like, I know you got this. It's just, like, oh. I, I wish we had gotten, this is, like, I guess there's a casualty of not getting more Hush this season. Mm-hmm. I felt so like, what are we doing here? When like the the Bulith Bulith stuff came up, and it's yeah. like I know we had we had tried that ground before, but we had tried it like exactly once. Like Hush's past is referred to like I think like in one episode where we get some just exposition about his backstory, and then it's, I just feel like he doesn't really. I feel like he does not. This just doesn't come up very much. I feel like for this character, like it feels like it is like trying to invoke something that we have an image imagery that we have seen multiple times, like him reaching out with like Bulith's back to him and everyone else leaving him behind. But like, I, I feel like it is trying to invoke more tread upon imagery than it actually does tread upon that imagery. Sure, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, no, I I, I get what you're going for. It's just like okay. there again. It's like going back to what we talked about before. There's just like so little. That we get with Hush that like yeah. doesn't really get tied up, and it certainly is a. This a, death a, is a, still sad. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just like it's. There's a little. There's a couple of things that undercut it ever so slightly for me. <clears throat> yeah, but Hush is Hush is gone. Yeah. Um, we we cut back into space, uh, and Gylia tells Megillus, he's like, "Your eyes don't see me. Your ears don't hear me. Look at me, Megillus." Mm-hmm. Uh, Rustle Rustle says, "Hey." Don't don't interfere. I want to see this shit rules. <laughs> let, yeah. let them fight. Yeah, I see this um, shit. You haven't you haven't seen ReZero, right? Uh, no. Okay, so I'm gonna do some minor ReZero spoilers, but the midway point of the second of the first season just has the main character Super just posting in, like gargantuan amounts of cringe. Like he basically walks up to the royal order of the, one of the heads of the royal order of knights is like, "Oh, you guys aren't that fucking smart stuff," and the the royal order of knights like just beats just goes to challenges to a one on one duel with wooden swords and beats the tar out of him. Uh-huh. And in the middle of this, like the the royal knight, like the, the 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 head of the knight is the head of the knights is like second in command to some to a to like. Uh, a, a princess vying for the throne, and in the middle of the fight, like someone runs into the room and is like, "Oh, Miss Anastasia, your 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 second in command is beating the shit out of Natsuki Subaru," and she's like, "Well, could you have waited to tell us who won at least?" Yeah. Um. Well, Julius isn't uh, Anastasia's, but the Anastasia's second in command. I got a couple of details mixed up. It's fine, but it's just very it's funny. Fine. Like, yeah, no, I want to see who fucking wins this shit. Yeah. It's so good. Um, uh, and McGill- McGillis sees, sees this, and he sees the other pilots hanging back. He's like, ha-ha, it's because I'm so epic win. I know. I love, I'm so glad you caught that, too. He's like, no one's attacking because of the sheer power on display. I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, sure. sure. They, don't wanna, they, don't fucking, they don't want to fucking deal with sheer force life orb emergency accident interactions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, they're, they're, they're fighting. They end up like... McGillis gets wounded in his cockpit, and he's like, what, you drew blood? Like, he's very surprised that he was able to be hurt. 
Um, but like their Gundams are both like fucked up. I think like both of them lose an arm and like they're just kind of like very uh very crunched up. Yeah, they so just Magellus careen is, into like the one of the Aryan Rod like loading docks. Well, it is Rustle's ship. Yeah, yeah, Rustle's ship. Yeah, because Magellus, Magellus like, almost out. gets the job done. It's really funny that this is like the sort of Gundam Aboaku analog too. Of the Gundam like, what? Uh, Aboaku, the, the the final like space fortress at the end of 0079 when like Amaru and Shar oh, are like yeah, on foot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the name. I forgot that thing was called that. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it's Garma and Shar instead. Because uh, like Miguel's has like just a straight up pistol, and he's you know he's bleeding out, but he's like wandering through, and he's like taking. Yeah, he the has like a drop. drill in his tummy. He's not. Yeah, he, he's he's not long for this world. No, and and he's like you know I'm just, I just gotta kill Russell. Just gotta kill Russell. It's like that meme of like it's like you know yeah, hey you okay? Just gotta get through this week. Just gotta get through this yeah. week. It's, uh, just it's like, fu- but, fucking Travis touchdown fighting death metal. Gotta find the Russell. Gotta find the Russell. Yeah, yeah. The darkness <laughs> is closing in. Just gotta find Russell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And he opens the elevator, and then, like, Gailu is there with a Vidar mask, and, like, I guess they both fire at each other. Yeah, but, like, it just dinks off Vidar's mask. Yeah, very, it's very, funny. very good foresight of, and it, it, it's yeah. both foresight on um, Gailu's part. And, and this, also, is when we get, this is when we get the last, last Almeria thing, where she feels it in the force. Yeah. Um, it's, just, it's, it's good foresight that Gailu wore the mask, both A- for defensive purposes, and B, McGillis has to unmask him for the final time as he dies. It's yeah. fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I, this this entire fucking homo homos just gays the lot of I them. I think they might be gay. F- it's it's just like Gaelio's just demanding McGillis to look at him, and like you see, you can tell McGillis is like looking down, not making eye contact. It's mm-hmm. just like ah oh, ah. Oh. And uh, um, he's like, he, McGillis is like, Gaileo, to me, you have been, and, Mag- and Baldwin just cuts him off. He's like, shut, shut the fuck up. Don't say it or I might forgive you. Like, he knows, he knows Ayn would want him to forgive him. He knows Carter would want him to forgive him. He's like telling McGillis, shut the fuck up. I do not want to have to do this thing. Like, because I will if you say it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, McGillis asks Gaileo if it's, if, if there's true or fake happiness. And he asks Gaileo why he's crying. And yeah, that's when he says, you know, to me, you've always been uh, and he just kind of like bleeds out and dies there. Yeah, it's just a really fucking good, impactful scene. Like the final end of like you know these two faded, I guess rivals. You would say. Mm-hmm. Um, did you expect Gaileo to survive? No, I you, you saw my notes. I, I said that I thought that, I thought there could have been a, uh, a satisfying ending in which he did survive, but I expect I honestly expected the show to kill him. I thought they were both going to go die. I thought they were both going to die at each other's hands. I think it's most fitting. I think it works the best the way it does now. Of yeah, like, no, I think God. that I, when I said that, I was saying, like, I don't think the story is going to give me the, the, the kind of ending that I want. I'm probably still going to be happy with it, but I'm just going to, like, I think it's a more interesting story that Guy Leo lives this. Like, yeah, absolutely. If he had died, I don't think it would have, I don't think it would have been, like, magnitudes worse if he had died, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, but like he, you know, McGillis is dead and like Rustle, Rustle eulogizes McGillis as a foolish man on a quest for power. Uh, and he orders the final reinforcements to be sent to Mars. You know, yeah, he's it's time draw to draw the, final the curtains. curtains. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing of the episode is Eugene ordering everyone, carry out Orga's final orders, make it there, no matter what. Let's finish off his last command and have it out with him in heaven. Yeah. Which leads us to... So, yeah, uh, episode 50. Their place. Tekadon is buying time for everyone to make it out to Cries. Their numbers their numbers dwindle after sending most of the pilots through the tunnel, leaving just Mikazuki and Akihiro on the battlefield. They fight against Aaron Rod to the death, persevering even after being sur- subjected to a hail of Dinesleaf fire. But eventually they perish at the hands of Iak and Julieta, but not before Akihiro manages to crush Mr. Kujan into a fine pace. Julieta rips off Barbatos' head and declares that the demon has been defeated. 
After that, we jump a few years later. Cordelia is now the chair of the Martian Union, and after, uh, after all the co Earth colonies gave up their hold on the Mars ones. Russell now leads the more democratic Gallarhorn, who is working with the Mars Union to bring it out of the human debris. We get a bunch of snapshots of how everyone is doing after the time skip, and after Ride makes Noblis go out like Elvis, the series ends with Cordelia returning home to Atra and their beautiful bouncing baby boy, Akatsuki August. It's good! We like it! It's fucking... Ah, oh, it's a good it's, ending. It makes me smile. It makes me happy. Yeah, it, it really does. Just... Cordelia returning home to her... Cordelia parentheses lesbian returning home to her lesbian what? Well, I... I said lesbian. They were they were in love. Because he's kind of a lesbian, honestly. I'm claiming I'm claiming him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do, do, can can I tell you can I tell you something that will make you quite pleased? Yes. Um, at an official promotional event held in Shinjuku on April 9th, twenty seventeen, it was revealed that Atra and Kudelia married. Wives, 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 wives. They're literally, literally wives. fucking canon confirmed. They're I mean, literally just like, wives. A, a little of it does kind of stink of like. Not not like retroactively changing things, but like I, I mean, I've got no like, problem with that being canonized because to me, this scan is just like them being wives and set, like mm -hmm. it, it, you, I did not need that confirmation to. Sorry to sorry to bring up fucking Joker Rowling here, but like yeah, can, that's what I was. Can, yeah. You cannot read Harry Potter and come away with the idea. Oh, Dumbledore was gay. You can uh -huh. very 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 easily, as I have proven, go through the show and come to the conclusion. Oh, Cudelia and Atra are gay. Yeah. And they are literally married. Like even, so with, even without that explicit confirmation, like I was genuinely, I think I was just like assuming that they were wives. Uh huh. Yeah, but but it's it's nice to know that like the director is saying yes, they were wives. You yeah, got they it were. Right. <laughs> Correct. Wife's wife, what wife city? Wife city. Gushan <laughs> <sighs> remake. Wife city. <laughs> wife city remake. Wife city remake. Um, oh my god! Atra was Wife City remake this whole time. <laughs> Whoa! The big reveal. Yeah. Um, so let's see. They make it through the tunnel. The very first thing that happens, uh, we we see Zach. Like Zach's like, well, I'm waiting for Hush. I'm like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna keep waiting, buddy. You're gonna be waiting a while. Um, um, uh, Akihiro is uh he he Akihiro like uh, Dante loses his Dante's suit loses an arm and yeah. uh Akihiro's like get this get the fuck out of here you can't do anything without an arm leave this to the muscle unit move over Ryusego which is just a really sweet scene yeah I like that line uh, I, a lot I really <laughs> like how it, the opening's playing this entire time it does the thing they do at the end of season one where it just plays yeah. the opening without the visuals it mm -hmm. kicks ass um and like Eugene has to fall back everyone's falling back it's literally like they're rigging the place to blow like you can notice helping them literally it's only akihiro and mika are left and like this is that one shot i told you about a couple weeks ago of like akihiro just impossibly beefed up yeah like yep, yeah bi this, biceps this, large in his head this is the crunchyroll thumbnail for the episode yeah yeah <laughs> and, and this, you is, know. this is what my notes say oh, wait yuck lived lol lol <laughs> LOL. Yeah, we, we, we get the final um, Akihiro, Altland, Gundam, Gushion, Rebakes, Full City, Mikazuki, August, Gundam, Barbados, Lupus Rex. Let's go! And they, you know, fucking, they, they say this as their, like, backs are to each other and then, like, yeah. rock it into the battlefield. Yeah, it's dudes rock. Dudes rock. Uh, Maribit makes it through the tunnel, like, as they yeah, begin fighting. This scene. Um, Ride meets her and, like, Ride's, like, blubbering and crying. He thinks it's his fault. Orga died. And, like, Mary just holds him and tells him, like, you did a good job. You got us out safely. It's just a, re it's oh. a really sweet moment. I've I've, com I've had to my complaints about this show just treating Maribet as, like, a, you know, a, a, a fucking Swiss Army knife, a Swiss Army mom. But, Swiss, like... Yeah. But I, she, needed, is, she needs to be a mom in this part. This is just a really, really good moment. Mm-hmm. Um, most... Most... Ever, everyone's on their way out. Like, the last of the... The last, like, group of people where it's, like... It's, like... It's Eugene, the four kids that we mentioned from the last episode. 
uh, Dane, Zach, I think. Um, yep. And everyone's, but suddenly they don't hear the sound of fighting anymore. It's um, probably fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a <laughs> artillery of Dine's leaves. <laughs> Rustle's Rust final war crime. Yep. <laughs> the one last rep. What one, one one for the road? <laughs> um, and we get like a shot of like the just the battlefield fucking explodes. I, for a second, I was worried that the Dio Smingo Memorial Tombstone was going to get exploded in the process because we do see a shot of it, but it's just whipping yeah. in the wind. As the, no, you know, yeah, it, it, it's cool. Like the, the dinosaurs like kick up enough dust that like it's like really like you know orange tinted uh, for the rest of this fight. Uh, and like Mika and Akihiro, they're like obliterate. They're not dead. Yeah. They're mostly we, dead. We Mika see, like, thinks he's dead from, for a from above. Barbatos looked like it was in pieces to me. Um, I mean, at this point, Barbatos has one arm, uh, and that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. We we get like this shot of like Mikazuki's wrist like limp against the touch screen, and we see his bracelet with like blood trickling down from his upper body. And we cut to like he's falling and it's dark, and he's like, "I've been having these weird thoughts lately." Like, is any of this for real or not? <laughs> he's doing Kingdom Hearts. He's doing Kingdom Hearts, exactly. Yeah, he's, he's, he's falling. He's, he's doing the fucking simple and clean dive. He is. Like, he's... He's, he's, he's fucking... He's, is he's, the... he's, he's doing his sail off the back of Midgard Summer in the, yeah. in the, in the lead into the end yes. of Heavensward. He, um, <laughs> he remembers the day he met Orga. The day yeah. he was born. The day Orga gave him his life. Uh, and uh, he, like, he snaps out of it. And he's, he, he, like... Gets the controls. Um, Akihiro like fucking pulls a dine's leaf out from like inside his cockpit, and like yeah. he's covered in like so much fucking shrapnel. Um, they 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 charge in. Um, Bar- I didn't notice this in. before, but like Bar- uh, Barbatos's jets now have like a wolf howl sound to them. That's why. That's why the little episode fucking. Between the episode name and the episode uh, summary, I put that fucking like metallic wolf howl I tried to edit because I couldn't get a clean rip of it from the show. But ah. yeah, it's fucking cool. Doesn't make any sense that Barbatos just literally starts howling like a wolf, but it's sick. It's epic. It's cool. I think I should hear more metal wolf howls more in my life, actually. Yeah. Um, Barbatos is just going fucking sicko mode, and Eok closes in and is like, I will kill this Gushan remake full city. Uh, and he's like, accept the judgment and I, Eok Kujan, pass upon you. And Akikura's like, Eok Kujan? Oh, oh, all right. I'm gonna, <laughs> it I'm was getting, you. I'm getting on my killing vice now. <laughs> yeah, like, Akihiro's fine. Because fucking, like, four graces just yeet axes at Akihiro. And, like, he just continues to just fucking... Pulp Eok. He puts him through the fucking juicer. Yeah, like, he squeezes him. He squeezes him dry. Oh, and and, and Aki Hero dies, killing Eok. Which you know what? Pretty good way to go. Yep. Um, uh, and then the show does a thing where it plays like the main theme one final yeah. time, and I'm like, I'm saluting so hard right now. Yeah. Uh, and or, Mikazuki's like, I have purpose that Orga gave to me. I used to have nothing at all, but so many things are overflowing from my hands now. Um, and. Uh, we get like a little montage of where everyone else is during this, and then um, Barbatos is just like getting Barbatos is done. It's in tatters. Like the cockpit is just fully exposed. He's unconscious and basically dead. And the last thing he says is the place where we truly belong, which he mutters as Barbatos falls onto Julia. And uh, we get like the Orgamika sitting back to back in the white blue place that's in the ED. Yeah. And we see his we see his friendship bracelet getting soaked with blood, and it makes and. Uh, no, the last line uh, Orga says or uh, Mika says is Atra's gonna be mad at me. I wonder if Kudelia will help me apologize to her. Yeah, it's so cute. And like, like Mika dies, and Julieta triumphantly holds Barbatos's head up on like her sword pike. Mm-hmm. The demon has finally been slain. Fucking oh, poor Mika. 
Yeah, I'm saluting. I mean, he, he, look, he did his job. He went out protecting everyone else. You gotta respect it. I, I'm doing respect, Butler. Yeah. <laughs> he was a, he, he protected Emmanuel. <laughs> he was the silent protector. He was the silent protector. Tekkenon, Tekkenon was Emmanuel. Tekkenon was a- Fucking sentence that means nothing to is not to some people who are not like. I mean, that's all yeah. the sentence on this podcast. The people who are not deeply exposed. Yeah, to there, there's like 15 listeners of this podcast understand what we're saying right now. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. I know, like, we get to the eye catch and then we come back and it's jumped a handful of years later and they talk about the McGillis Farid incident. Fucking <laughs> char moment. Yeah, and love this named after him. Yeah. Um, there's a, I, my notes just say there's a pink-haired somebody standing at the Tekadon grave with a gun. Um, yeah, I forget. I think... That's Ride. It's Ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just, it just looks pink in the Twilight. I mean, his hair is a little bit different color than it was when he was a baby. Yeah, he, he's, 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 he's a fucking... He's, a, it, he's an adult now. I don't, I don't dislike what Ride gets to do here at the end. It's weird that... It feels weird. I don't dislike it. It just feels weird. It. I think a different character could have done his job better because he's like the fucking rogue faction here. And I don't know if it would have ended up being Ride out of all the other characters. But like, I mean, I think he's got he's got the personal motivation. Like, Noblis killed yeah, yeah, Orga. And, and Orga like Orga like saved him and be- and died because of Noblis. Like, I don't think anyone else could have. I don't think it, like, it makes sense for me. Like, I totally get this. It just like. With everything else having such a happy note ending, it's like, it's so weird that the second to last, the, the very last scene is Kudeli and Atra on the farm with Akatsuki, but the second to last scene is Ride making sure that uh, <laughs> Noblis died on the shitter. He died shitting, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we, we learned... Well, second, third to last scene, sorry. There's a, there's a small yeah, yeah, yeah. Kudelia-Chad-Eugene scene that happens before that, but anyways. But, um, yeah, it's like the narration, you know, it's talking about Megillus fire incident, Megillus died. Galhorton is able to win back its credibility. Rustle did away with the Seven Star System, restructured it into a more d- democratic system. Rustle was sworn in as its leader. He scaled back the Mars branch and Earth's economic blocks, and the Martian Union was born with Kudelia as its leader with support from Tewaz. Rights are equally bestowed on everyone. Ironically, Rustle achieved some of what McGillis has wanted, but no one remembers Tekadon's involvement. It's as if you're seeing a beautiful flower on the side of the road and you keep walking by. I swear they kind like... Of- they- they they put all of their they when they just did the time skip designs they said okay we're gonna put all the pussy that we can into the girls and not fucking bother with the boys because like Eugene Takaki um uh, uh uh Eugene Takaki and Chad all look fucking identical yeah and then all the women like you know I mean we already saw Ozzy with the with the suit but we also see like <clears throat> we also see like Echo in the suit. Um, uh-huh. I'm trying to think of other. I mean, obviously, Kudeli and Atra have really cool time skip designs. Um, yeah, Ryan, Ryan looks fucking cool. Yamagi, good on her transition. Good on her. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get we'll to get that there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, um yeah, but there's the, they go to the Makanai Memorial Hall. Uh, yeah. Oh, before that, we do see a shot. Like you, like you mentioned earlier, we see a shot of like the the grave, and like yes. everyone's names are scratched into it, and like the Tekadon logo is like scratched out. Yeah. It's it's fitting, I say. It's mm-hmm. fitting. It's it's sweet. Um, yeah, we we go to the <laughs> we go to the Tokonosuke Makanai Memorial Hall for kids who can't read good, and um, we see Kudelia and Rustle sign the treaty to end the process of human debris, and they shake hands on it, 
It's very strange, like, the rehabilitation of Rustle in this ending. It's so strange. Like, I can definitely see it. Like, I think the conversation after the fact where he's like, oh, we are so sympathetic to the plight of human debris. Like, this to me scans as very clearly, like, him just doing shallow political motivations. I don't think this is... I don't... I personally did not take this as an attempt to redeem him in some way in the audience or, like, rehabilitate him. I think this is him being, like, a shrewd politician making decisions right. that are, like, in line with, like, what the public really, what the public would want. Um, I, go on. I, like, I think it's less, it's it's less of, like, an outright redemption and more just, like, it puts in stark contrast Rustle's actions versus, like, McGillis's insane libertarian shit. Yeah. Where Russell just has, like... I mean, again, what Russell's doing is consolidating himself in history as, like, this kind, benevolent leader who, you know, one writes for many, but, like, is, you know, he's clearly doing it to further his own career. But the fact is that, like, what he did was, like, a lot more, like, you know, it wasn't what McGillis wanted to fucking do. No, absolutely not. And I I don't know. I, I, I really don't have much of an issue with this. I feel like this is, like, perfectly, like... For Russell to live to the end of the, I think if Russell lived to the end of the show, this is how it had to be. Like, he had to, quote-unquote, yes. win. This is kind of like... This is not a great ending for everything. Like, Gellerhorn being back in power with Russell at the helm, that's not a really good ending. Yeah, Even we're back Russell at square now, run. Like, Tremendous. Yeah, he's, like... He's dressing it up in, like, language of, you know, progressiveness and, you know, moving forward and, you know, freeing the human debris. But, like, it's all extremely shallow to him. And, like, the line of him where he and Kudel, the line he says to Kudel afterwards, that I already, I know I already mentioned, but he was like, oh, we care so deeply about the plight of the human. Like, it just feels so fucking fake to me. Like. Right. It's, and it's like, because we, we learned that, like, Russell kind of has an idea of who Kudelia is. So, like, it's almost as if he's doing it because he knows how much it means to her, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, it, it, it's like, I, I do think it's good that, like, how Russell ended up. It is just like very strange, especially on a first watch of like, wait, hold on. Like, like not only did Russell live, but like, he is like the true victor here. It's, yeah. it's just like, you know, it's, it's, that's, I recognize how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we, yeah, we cut it, from, it, it, hmm. it, it is an ending that is like, ultimately makes me feel bad, but I feel like the, sh- maybe you're onto something. Cause I feel like the show does not itself. I feel like the show does not reckon with like, this is bad. Yeah, like, it, this feels it, it, this feels tri- like there does not feel like a twinge of like oh shit, Gallarhorn's back in power. Like Gallarhorn being back in power without McGillis and without McGillis or the Seven Stars involved, it's like okay, now there's even fewer people making at the top making the decision. Like not that the Council of the Seven Stars was good or anything, but it was like that was seven people. This is one dude, and that, and that's the thing too. It's like okay, yeah, Gallarhorn scaled back its operations, but there it's like Rustle trading military power for like diplomatic power because now he is this like. He, he is this leader that can, like, you know, talk on equal terms with the economic blocks. So, like, he's gone from, like, ruling with an iron fist to ruling with, like, wads of cash almost, you know? Like, yeah. It, 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 it's, like, he's still on top in almost, like, a more sinister way because he doesn't need to enforce it anymore. Yeah, and I feel like I can't get a read on how the show feels about it, honestly. And I think that's, that's the thing. It, the show feels a very, like, uncritical about it. Yeah, which is weird. Like, I think I just went into it, like, thinking it would be critical. It's like, of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? Right. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hey, we 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 have next week is like discussion, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I'm sure people ask us to be like, hey, is Rustle do we like Rustle? Does he have swag? Um, my my notes say Kudelia kind of a MILF now, reblog. Where's her big hair though? And she yeah. she gave up her big hair. She gave up her big hair to give it to Atra. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Atra basically has Kudelia season one hair at the end of this all. She Atra goes through a fucking bottle of conditioner a day. That fucking volume is insane. Um, before that, though, we, we, we see, uh, Julieta 
She's hanging with Gailu. Gailu's in a wheelchair now. Um, Julia has like just lo- longer hair. She doesn't look any different. Yeah. Um, but you know, Gailu tells Julia to stay. She's wary got a bit of, of a Gidelia. mullet, kind of kind of a dikey look. I, I respect she does, it. You know, it is a mullet, isn't? It? Yeah, a mullet very much works with Julia. I think. Yeah. Um, Lesb- but Gailu tells she, her <laughs> the no. lesbians. The, 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 the three men in her life were were Gailu. <laughs> the three men in her life were fucking Gailu, uh, Russell, and Eok. Of course, she's gay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Galileo talks to her about, you know, Cudeli is dangerous. Like, she's very shrewd. And, you know, he talks about Julieta. He's like, uh, he mentions that she's kind of like the one that people are talking about to be the next head of Galarhorn. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she ends up saying some weird shit. It's like, Tekadon were more human than anyone else we ever fought. They only belonged on the battlefield fighting just to survive. And no, for no, reason, of, for no reason other than to live on as humans, which I thought, mm-hmm. I, I liked this scene. It's a little bit. Yeah. It's, I like it. I like. I don't have it's a little bit anything. It's 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 mm-hmm. good. I liked it personally. Yeah. Uh, Galileo kind of he, he wishes he could have understand McGillis further, and he just kind of like brushes it off. He's like, ah, oh, you know, will you eat with me? We, we, you know, like kind of asking her out a little bit, and she's like, are you this friendly with everyone? And he's like, you know, I used to be this friendly before I put on the mask. Or did you prefer Vidar? She's like, let's no go one... eat some meat, and just fucking runs off, pushing him in the wheelchair. Well, no, she runs off with him. She like pushes him off in the wheelchair, uh, uh, like antagonistically, because she, she's like, hmm, I want meat, and he's like, yeah, you can use some more meat on those bones. She's like, I'm gonna fucking roll you off a cliff. Oh, like that's in right. Mac yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she's gonna hit him with the mac and me. <laughs> the token of mac and me. What are McDonald's names this week, huh? Great, great work from... Uh, you're gonna have a fucking murderer's row of episode titles yeah, to choose fuck, from. Yeah, fuck, oh god. If, if only podcasts would let me randomize episode names for those who download it. Right. Um, um yeah, Kudeli's just chilling at Makanai's grave, and we see, like, Takaki... Like, we see that, like, Eugene and Takaki are... Well, Takaki is now working with Mr. Alessi, the current Albro PM. Yeah. Uh, who took over for Makanai, and uh, also Eugene is there, who's, like, part of... Kudelia security detail. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, Looking it, identical. It looks like he just took the off the exact right. Same. He took off the tie and the jacket and just put on a suit. And it's like, all right, that's my time skip. Yeah. Um. Uh. We unless he talks about like how he hopes Takahi will become a power member in the future and like maybe take on his position. Um. He he, he Takahi talks to Kudelia. He's like, you know, I understand what you meant back then. That one scene where Kudelia and Takahi talk. Uh. You know, I understand what you ta- went back, meant back then about what I can do for my own family. And it's like, you know, it's it's nice. Like, I like that Takahi got this ending where, like, he's able to st- safely stay and take care of Fuka. We love it. Um, yeah. Um, I wish they'd shown me Fuka. Like, yeah, we, show we, me we, adult, like, <clears throat> we get so ugh. many, like, single drawing cutaways. Like, we see Maribet and Yukinojo with their baby. We see, like, one shot of, like, Yamagi with... The fucking design they did for Yamagi's time skip is, like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Literally, she just transitioned. <laughs> I thought it was Echo at first, and I was like, "Wait, no, Echo's Echo's still with Ozzy. This is Yamagi." Yeah, like, good for her. Good for her. She looks great. Well, also, so the main thing is that company, um, Kasapa. That is Yukinoja's company. Yukinoja's full name is uh, is Yukinoja um, Kasapa. Yeah, something Yukinoja Kasapa, and the logo is Shino's pink eye spot he used for the uh, oh, uh, for the Ryusei. I didn't say. catch that. That's so sweet. Yeah, in in the screenshot you posted, you can see it like on the back yeah, of uh, yeah. on the back. I was wondering what that logo was. I was like, this jumper. doesn't seem like a throwaway thing. What's what am I missing here? Yeah, no, it's honoring Shino. It's so nice. I'm salu- saluting um, Shino. 
We also see the uh, the Admos school. We see uh, Dante in an apron, and, like shouldering a kid. And yeah, we see Derma nine eight five with a prosthetic arm, like patting a kid on the head. It's it's I, it's yeah. just such a nice, cute ending for all these characters. Yeah. This is when we hear like a mention of Ride and the others, so we know that there's a, ca- a handful of Tekadon kids scattered to the wind. Um, and we learn also that Noblis has been avoiding Admos company entirely. Uh, and this is when we get Noblis. Uh, he's like, oh, I'm so busy. I can't even go to the freaking bathroom. And he's like, Happy shitting. Yeah, he goes in there. He's like dropping a fat load. And someone through the door asks him. He's like, hey, do you remember Orga? It's good. And Ride just like, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 Way more bullets than he needed. But like, fucking done for. He's Swiss cheese. I like this. I don't like where it is placed. Yeah, it should have happened a little earlier. Right, like, the fact that, like, the, the fact that the timeskip opens with Ride at the memorial makes me think, like, okay, who is this character who is so important that they are the first thing we see after the timeskip standing at the grave? And, like, knowing the, knowing the motivations, it makes sense that he would be like this, but, like, there's so much narrative significance placed upon it, which just feels weird. Like, it feels like a sequel hook for, like, a second show, like a spinoff that is all about Ride and what the fuck he's been up to ever since Tekadon disbanded. Yeah, really. It's it's. I mean, I like it overall. I like Noblis getting capped, but you know, just yeah, yeah. It, weird positioning because, like, yeah, it's like we see Noblis getting capped. We see the uh, Kasaba company. Uh, we hear that um, the guys are going to put on like a, a, a congratulations party for Meribit and Yukino to a second kid. Baby but two. Kudeli is too busy. Baby two. I like uh, how Chad. I like how Chad is like the one who's like, oh, speaking of Yukino or Meribit about to have their second baby. Uh, Yamagi and I are going to go throw a party. Yeah, uh, um, but but Kudelia can't. She's too busy. She hasn't been actually home in so long, and she's like, "The man I love is waiting for me." Mm-hmm. And then she and goes home, and Atra is there. She's doing laundry, and she's got she's basically got Kudelia season one hair. And we see baby Akatsuki Orga. Uh, he's literally he just has like Mikatsuki's hair, but with or but with Atra's like like color yeah, and that, fluff. That's what Gregor Mendel proved. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he's got all three of their friendship braces, all three of Mikaz- Mika, Kudelia's, and Atra's, and it's so cute. Um, we, Cookie and Cracker just got back, apparently, and we don't get to see their time skips either, which I'm a little bit sad about. I want to see the teens a little bit grown up, but no. yeah, I'll come, oh, that's fine. Um, cute. this is, this is a really cute, um, a really cute trivia for Akatsuki. So, Mikazuki means crescent moon, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Akatsuki means dawn in Japanese. Mm. Um, but also, the trivia here, Akatsuki can be broken down in the kana yeah, Aka, yeah, yeah. and Ki, uh, which appear in the names of Tekadon's fallen members during the McGillis Fire Unison, Akihiro, Atland, Orga Itsuka, and Mikazuki August. Yep. So it's like parts of all three of their names together. It's cute. It's, cute. it's sweet. <laughs> Akatsuki, August, you were named up to three of the bravest men I ever met. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vandalize the Gundam wiki and change it so that Kudele Aina Bernstein is not Akatsuki's godmother, but also it just says Akatsuki's mother also. <laughs> <laughs> listen listen Kudelia listen we don't know listen Kudelia Kudelia trans hmm it just so happened that the baby looked like looked exactly like Mikazuki Mikazuki actually did not have a part in that DNA yeah just a He's weird just, just a weird happenstance yeah the hair he styled his hair no it's a fucking Josuke situation he styled the hair after Mika <laughs> yes! he stomped through a fucking time loop yeah, and the episode ends with Kudelia being like, oh, I'm in love with the world that Tekadon built for us. I love the world that Mika left for us. Yeah. And the, we get the ED, we cut to the ED, and then the very last shot of the, the, like, the second to the last shot of the ED is like a close, of the ED typically is a close-up of like Biscuit's hat on uh, a desk at Sakura Farm with like a couple of surrounding pictures. And 
The, this is edited ever so slightly, so now it's Akatsuki just like looking at the pictures, looking at the biscuit hat, yeah, which is a the really big nice reveal. He was yeah. there the whole time. Yeah. The end. The end. We did it. The end. We fucking did it. We finished a Gundam. We finished a whole ass Gundam. Fifty episodes. Damn. Good for us. Good for fucking us. Next week, um, oh, I get to open the mailbag tonight. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, um just a, I guess, <clears throat> a brief programming note. Um, I'm going to be yes. out of town from next. From this coming Tuesday to the Sunday after, which means we either have a mailbag open for one day or we just don't have an episode come out next Sunday. So we're probably going to do we're doing the latter. Uh, We're just going to leave the mailbag open until like, I don't know, the Monday or Tuesday afterwards, which puts us on like the closing on like what the 27th, 28th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll like edit it as soon as we record it, probably so we can get that up. Um, But fucking tune in for that um we'll also do the robot rankings and we'll just do kind of like a general overview discussion of like stuff that we just like you know if we if we find stuff here and there to talk about that we didn't really talk about like over a single episode mm-hmm. um but yeah please i'm i'm excited to hear people, people's questions yeah mm. we we always get some fucking banger mailbag questions it's so much fun yeah. i can wait i'm looking forward to it um is is it we're not we're not doing a beyond tune road because this episode's no. already going long but do you have a robot of the week I believe it's it's yours. Okay. Okay. Uh, My robot of the week is, you know what? It's the humble Zaku 2. Respect. (laughs) Respect to it. I want a giveaway of like a Zaku 2 origin kit. Um, And I'm like partway through building it. I have the head and the torso. And you know, it's a fucking, there's a reason that like it is copied by so many future Gundams because it's just like the fucking best to do it. Mm -hmm. Classic grunt suit. Classic. My, My funny little green guy. Um, and now it's time for plugs. Yeah, uh, I'm Sarah at SunHatJany on Twitter, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. All my shows are in there, but the one that I want to plug is Forward Forward ReZero. It's, uh, <clears throat> ReZero Watch Along Podcast. If you heard me reference ReZero and you're like, oh, that sounds like a pretty interesting show. Um, you, uh, no, you didn't, because I didn't describe a very interesting thing that happens in it, I don't think. But I think it's a pretty, I personally think it's a pretty interesting show. If you want to learn more about it, listen to my podcast. I do it with a girlfriend of the me, Neve, and former host of the show, friend of the me, Morg. Uh, yeah, all my other shits, all my other shits in my bio. Fuck yeah. Uh, I'm Max. You can go to Twitter at Maxi Bajillion to find my stuff. You can go to uh, listen to Podic Readers from my Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We're almost done with season three. Uh, and you can listen to Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast. A lot of games talk about there. Uh, music, game music is good still. I've confirmed it. Listening to the Fire Emblem Three Hopes, uh, soundtrack. And thank you to Noisepace.xyz. Matt GameCube runs that whole damn website. All of our Salute. podcasts are hosted there. And many, many more. You can listen to fucking, uh, Zero to Zero. You can listen to what podcast we got. It's a lot of podcasts. Yeah. I feel like I haven't listened to a podcast in a hot minute. Digimon Ghost Gaze is on there. Comrade yeah. Radio. Speaking of, speaking of Morg. Speaking of Morg, yeah, Morg is on that one. Yeah. He's in the movie, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will, that will do it for us. We're going to tune in next week for, we're not going to talk about episodes. We'll talk about all the episodes, not an individual one. All though. of them. Um, we're just going to do an at one through fifty, let's fucking run through this series Ooh, again. Run. Run. Yeah, I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna go to Maine with Neve, and I'm just gonna spend the entire time couch locked rewatching this entire show. <laughs> um, but as we always say, Sarah, to close, war is bad. Wow, cool robot. Bye bye. Respect, respect on the name. <laughs>